You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Um, I will get to changing the rules to suit yourself during the sports segment. Um, the rugby league segment, as it were. Um, but we are back for another week. Edward, how are you, mate? I'm okay, mate. I'm, I'm fighting fit on a Monday, punters and dribblers. I don't know if that comes across in my voice or not. But I'm fighting fit. Yeah, I think we both are feeling a bit more of a pep in our step this week. Yep, I've, I've got a pep in my step, although I'm not fully pepped for certain reasons. Man, look, and neither am I for certain reasons. We can't get into them, though. Um, not here, not now. Not here, not now, but will. Not we here. will. Not in here, the fullness not now. of time, you just need to keep your eyes peeled and you'll get a sense of what we're talking about in the fullness of time, not now. Not here, not now. Not here, not now. But, but not as pepped as we could be, but pep- from a From a step perspective yes now if you're talking about a metaphorical pep in the step an emotional pep an emotional pep in the step a a spiritual pep in the step i've got a pep in the spiritual step then i'm all pep yeah i couldn't i'm i'm pep guardiola you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i don't know of another pep i couldn't think of another pep he might be the only pep around the only pep in town well he's the only pep i care for lucky and peps pizza shop in narrabeen that's about all i got pepsi pepsi Pep Guardiola already said it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. But I have, I have a bit of Guardiola about me this morning. Punters yeah. and dribblers know that. That's what you do when you look after yourself on the weekend, when you play a straight bat, as it were. High elbow. High elbow and just, no run! Yeah. Get forward to the ball. Just get forward. You got you to gotta get forward to it, especially on the goat tracks. Yep. Just got forward to the seed and just played it fucking straight back down the pitch. No run! No run there. No run. And that's why I'm feeling alive, Mm. feeling fruity, feeling free on a Monday, the fucking whatever. Yeah. Monday, the whatever of whatever. 2000 and whatever. Care, eh? Yeah. I know that I'm in August. Well, listen, when you're on a spiritual, when you're like firing on all spiritual cylinders and a pep in your spiritual step, (laughs) the date, the day, the Mm. year, the month, it doesn't matter. You're just living. Can I be honest with you, Tom? I'm going to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think what's really put fucking lead in my spiritual pencil. Yeah, right. You got a spiritual heart on right now. Yeah, I do. Um, it's the weather. It's warm. It's warming up. I'm not. I'm in a no jumper today, punters and dribblers, and I haven't had one on all day. Not even to walk the dog. I saw you sitting there in a tea, and I was like, I might take this jumper yeah, off. Now it yeah, is dude. a fucking beautiful, oh, it's a beautiful sky blue Motorino it's number. It's gorgeous. Not an ad, but it is great. It's gorgeous. However, punters and jibblers, there's no getting away from the fact that it's fucking warming up. Those days are getting longer. That weather's getting warmer. I was out there. I was out barbecuing last night outside, and the sun was not yeah. even up, dude. I had a T-shirt on, no shoes. Love that shit, Shorts. Dude. Love that shit. And can I be honest with you all? It's making me want to do naughty things. Yep. Naughty things. Yep. It's got me fucking jacked. I haven't been this jacked on a Monday in... Well, probably all year. Fuck yeah. All... Well, yeah. Because it's a weather... It's a, it's, a, it's a spiritual jacking, remember? It's you know, lead in the spiritual pencil. Like Because I'm the... pumped. I'm not like relaxed, like no. in horizontal season where I'm just like all relaxed. It's up. I'm like, holy fuck, Because dude. we're coming into silly season, which then leads into horizontal season, right? So silly season's up. Horizontal season is still up, but you're like up and then plateau flatness, right? Yep. And then you set the taper back off to the season. But can, I put, like- can, I put, can I put something in your head, Tom? 
bury it in my skull, please, Edward. Something that may arouse. Now, from where I'm sitting, a man that's pretty sure it's almost September, mm. going to call it September. No, it's September. We've got September. We also don't care what date it is. We've got September and October to get through, right? And then the year's done. November, December, January, February. Then we, well, Four. Feb's, certainly, February's a half month. Feb, it goes on in February. The year starts in February. It starts in February. But we also, like, you know. But essentially, we've got two months to go until we get three At months Shane off. Keith Productions, we don't recognize January as even a month in the year. It's kind of like a purgatory. I'm getting my jumper off. You've yeah. got me excited. Um, but you know, we've just, it's going to be a lot of podcasts by the pool. Yeah. You know? Although we still, but Tom and I don't quit. We, we don't, don't stop. stop. If we you're thinking, stop. oh shit, what am I going to do? For those of you that maybe have just sort of come on board of late, we don't stop. While everyone else is there fucking sunning their dicks, we're sunning our dicks, but we just got a microphone in our mouth. Yeah. We've never stopped. We ain't stop. We can't stop. We won't stop. I'm going on a fucking honeymoon in November. Not quitting. No. Nah. Still banging out one a week. That's how much I love the punter and the dribbler. That's how much they mean to me. Yep. There will be no shortage. There will be no stopping. There will be no quitting. But what we will be doing, because we do do two a week, is that the Thursday pod will be me and a guest, probably. Not like necessarily even interview. Just Well, they know to, a friend. Someone else to fill the seat, fill the incomparable shoes of... Or the shoes of the incomparable Edward Simpson? I don't know. Sure. Sorry, we'll be getting toes. a friend in. I threw the jumper over there and it wigged out. We'll be getting something. friends. Friends of the show in. Friends of the show. Uh, I'm... You may be able to deduce who they may be. But and, and we don't even know, but we know some of them. We've that's got some sure. penciled in. But um, there's, a bit of, there's a bit going on we've got in September and October. We've got some, some shit to do uh, as we wind down from the rugby league season. There's, um, and then we roll into a bit of pony season. And by a bit, I mean a lot. And we've got a bit to do there, which is exciting. Um, can't say exactly what just now, but it does involve... The Dubbo racetrack. That's all I'm saying, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I'm going to fucking say. Don't that's all he can me. say. The Dubbo racetrack. Now, that's all he's going to say. That's all I'm saying. That's all we can say. That's all he can say. That's all we're prepared to say. That's but just saying. know, September and October are fucking jacked. Never been more jacked. Marathon, September 18th. Team lists have not closed, but they've closed to those that want to get a shirt. Yeah. I have, once this episode has gone out, have already emailed each and every one of you requesting both address and size. You'll be sent that next week. Good for you. Congrats. Congratulations. There will also be details around where we may be sinking piss in the afternoon of Sunday the 18th. I will also point out, and I'll put a video up for the punter and for the dribbler, that we are running on behalf of Beyond Blue, yep. doing some important work, incredible work. Now, I don't think I've been very clear as to where my link, our link is for that. Shocking. Uh, as evidenced by the fact that there are no donations. <laughs> we need to fix that. Yep. It must be fixed. And it can be fixed through 50 or dollar donations. If that's all you got, 50 cents, you got a dollar. Who gives a five shit? Five bucks, whatever. The you also don't have to donate anything. Of course you, you don't. But if you're feeling like you're given to a good cause, then this is where we should be giving it. Tobler put in the show notes. I'll do a video later today. Hunky dory. That's out of the way. That is now out of the way. Dave, I'm also going to ask while we continue here that you look up the etymology of hunky dory. Now, my weekend, Eddie, 
What did I do? I'd like to know. I didn't do a shitload. I tell you what I did do. I went out and caught up with some old mates on Friday night. Lord Dudley into Cafe Nino's. The lady who uh, was serving us asked that she got mentioned or that, that Nino's got mentioned. I said, listen. Did she know? Was she aware of? No, my f- boys were being dickheads saying that I was, you know, like, oh, podcast And she's like, well, no. you can mention us. And I'm like, okay, sure. Cafe Nino's tiramisu. I sent you a message. You did. About the tiramisu. Yeah, yeah. It's it a great is, tiramisu there. Bro, that's an understatement. Yeah. It is fucking elite. What'd you get to eat? Did you get the spinner crab? I got like a lobster pasta, I think. Nice. It was good. It was really nice. The one like just a lobster pasta or did you get the crab pasta? I don't remember, dude. I'd been drinking yeah, for right. a while. Yeah, okay, sure. So I just sort of rolled in and was like, I'll have that. Yeah. Um, did you get the garlic bread? Good garlic bread. Got the garlic bread. Did you get the... Uh, mussels. Did you get the mussels? Oysters. Yeah. Et al, et al, et al. The did you get the octopus? Right. Octopus there's fucking good. I don't know if we did get the octopus. Fucking good. Garlic prawns? Fucking good. No. Now I'm just saying things like Yeah, you're just saying things like that. I could have ordered more. And at one point, me and shout out to friend of the show, James Swan, we wanted more oysters. And the guys were like, fuck, we don't need that many oysters. We're like, well, we'll eat that more, many oysters, you fucks. And then in the end, because we're just fucking good guys, we're like, nah, fuck yeah. We'll just have our, we'll have two oysters in. Two? It was like two each. For Not the enough. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Let's pound oysters. Not enough. Let's take the piss. Jeez, disappointing from those boys. Ah, look, mate, you know, it is what it is. And then we went to the sheaf afterwards and I felt, I just felt out of, I felt a bit old. Why'd you go to the sheaf? Because it was open. Because we were going to go to the Wallara, it was closing at midnight. We were finishing that, we were like, fuck it, let's just go somewhere, we don't need to worry. We can just sort of rip and tear a little bit. But I did feel a little bit like, it was a lot of young, hot people on the dance floor. I'm like, I'm not. Did you go to the DF? I almost did. And then I didn't. Why not? Because I was full talk on... Me through, talk was, me through that decision. I was full on like bread and fucking pasta and so it was a So it was a, it was a gut health well, sort of situation kind of like, well, as opposed to what the optics of you on the dance floor are. I don't care about the optics of me on the dance floor. I'm well, not you, but you know, But it was like only that. because you were, you, you were saying earlier that you felt old. Then. Well, I did feel old mainly just because it, was, it seemed like a particularly young crowd. Well, that does and that, like people just hooking sh- up everywhere. Does I was that, like, is that, is shouldn't sh- that shouldn't shock? No, it doesn't shock. Doesn't sh- doesn't shock me. It it's was just 18, more, 18 and up in the sheaf, and you're thirty three. That's not fair. And a half. That's not fair. Thirty three. So, I'm not thirty three and a half. I'm thirty three in like a month, two months, three months. Thirty three in two months. Thirty three. You're already thirty three. Thirty three and a half would be January. Yep. So, so almost no. You fucking prick. Um, no, it was just like, you know, young energy. Lots of young energy. It was cool, but it was just like, you know. It could, good to see, like, I liked it. I'm surprised by how carefree we were at that age. How carefree that age. Yes. Was. You see it and you're like, this was... They're just fucking hooking up dude, left, right and centre, baby. people hooking up everywhere, <laughs> dancing, getting fucked up. I was like, this is good energy to be around. Unfortunately, I'm going to fucking go home because <laughs> it's just too much um but it was fun no one thing that happened which was like it was a it was like a hairy situation was for me and uh, we're leaving the dudley we'd been talking to a friend of ours who is a gay man and he was talking about how i guess how like um 
the mentality of like a man and another man is so different. It's like just two horny dudes keen and it's like, it's just on straight away. Like just the simplicity of that dynamic. Whereas, you know, in a male, female, it's a bit more like, well, it's completely dictated by, as it should be with the, f- the female more so than the male, right? Because dudes are just sort of generally horny regularly all the time. Are you talking about the courting process? I'm talking about the Chongan business. Chongan with a partner or Chongan with a random? Either or. Okay. I still think it's either or, don't you? To a degree, yeah. Well, like at home, it's still... There's there's a bit more of like a, uh, a potentially a routine, uh, a blueprint that one can follow at sure. home. Yeah, yeah, there's a routine. But yeah, but that's like routine and blueprint is a hallmark of a long-term relationship. Yeah. But like the... We know the routine. No, no, no. But the like... Um, <laughs> The spontan the spontaneous chongin, yep. either one night stand or just a like, wake up in the morning, you know, whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. Mm-hmm. He was just talking about how the mentality of dudes quite easy. Yeah, yeah. And me and my mate were laughing about it, and we were standing there just outside and making a joke, and we we're going, oh, geez, you know, isn't life tough for the straight white man who doesn't have, and. You know, or the the straight what cis man, or and this woman standing in front of us who hasn't heard the conversation and thinks that we're serious, and she starts looking at me, and I'm like, oh fuck, I need to start trying to get this chick around the fact that I'm take, we're taking the piss here, and she's looking back at me like, I'm like, oh no no no, we're joking here, we're joking. She's like, I'd hope so. I'm like, no no no, seriously, we're joking. Like I swear to God, we're joking. And I start trying to like walk back the conversation. This woman is <laughs> like, like trying to explain. I'm it trying to her. explain it to her a little bit, and she's like, uh, and I'm like, wow, this isn't going as well as I'd hope. No, like, listen, and I'm just smiling. Like, listen, it was a joke. It was all good. And then she sort of comes around a bit, and I'm like, okay. But she's now like right next to us while I'm still trying to have a different conversation now because I'm just trying to get away from that conversation because I'm like, she hasn't completely got it. Not that she should have. It was you know, it was in her earshot. And then I just go. Um, our mate was coming to pick us up to drive us to the thing because it was raining. And I'm like, oh, where's old mate? Um, is, he, is he just going to get his car? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he'll be back in a second. And then she turns around and goes, I hope he's not drunk. And I'm like, huh? Well, I hope you're not drink driving. I've gone, okay, lady. Like, do I need to run everything by you now? Like, what's going on? Like, I, you know, I was... I was accepting of the first thing because you know, but I can get the I get the first one. But now I'm like, can you get out of our business, please, doll? And then she's like, this is awkward. I'm gonna leave. I'm like, yeah, this whole thing has been yeah, yeah. incredibly awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and now, and now I'm like a little bit thrown off. My mate was a little more rattled than I was, and I was, but I was still a bit like, oh, your mate was rattled. Rattled's too hard to to. Uh, that doesn't sound like something that's particularly rattling. The the rattling thing was the her thinking we were serious in the first thing. Not that even what we're saying was outrageously bad. It was so clearly a fucking joke. But it, my mate was a bit more like, oh, no. Uh, uh. But I was just like, Jesus Christ. You need to be a little bit more careful about how you joke. Or do you? Or do you? Oh, look, I don't know. I Unfortunately, in your situation, she's overheard you at the wrong time. So it comes across as you just being a fucking bit of a misogynist pig. Well, not even a misogynist. Well... Just Potentially, being, it depends when she comes in. That's the combo, true. It depends you know when she comes I mean? in. Yeah. So, part of me is like, you can't walk everything back. No. And well, if, I trust me, walking it back didn't work. Well, there you go. So, if you get the timing on, you get the timing on. You just got to move on with your life, yeah. knowing that. Can you wake up tomorrow, Tom, and know that you've done the can, right yeah, thing? Yeah. Can I look at the man in the mirror? Yeah. Can you look at the man in the mirror? If you look at the man in the mirror, I think sometimes you just got to accept that at moments in life, people are going to get a perception of you that isn't 
Correct. your true self, mm. right? And then she's going to go home and tell her husband about this fucking big fat pig who <laughs> <laughs> was drink driving and yeah, yeah, and you know the straight white, yeah, yeah, cisgender piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, he drink drives and fucking yeah yeah and and muses over how fucking unlucky, tough his life yeah, is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's as he pounds another fucking <laughs> full strength at the Dudley <laughs> buttons undone yeah. ripping a tear and probably fucking stole some bloke's vape no 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 ground. mate I'm off the vapes <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that lady though um, shout out to if you're listening if you're listening shout out to you it was a joke um, and if you had the full context of the conversation you probably would have laughed at. Along with us, you know? Probably, yeah. But maybe not. Probably. It's an interesting point, though, you make, about gay guys just getting fucking... Like, part of me's jealous. jealous oh, dude, a part of me. A full know? part I'm of me's like, jealous. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Every it, part It'd be the... easy if I was gay. Like, it... Well... No. No. <laughs> wrong term. It would be... It seems to be easier to have... It seems like it's on. Quick, spontaneous sex yes. if you're gay than if you're straight. Mm. That's... Obviously, generalisation. Yeah. But knowing the sexual mentality of dudes generally... That's what I'm speaking to. I'm would, like, if there was another me, it'd be on like donkey. You'd donkey. fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, dude. In a heartbeat. In a fucking heartbeat. That'd be weak. That'd be weak. Uh, fucking yourself? Yeah. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. there's a whole um, like Reddit online community, a subreddit called Self Suck. Would you, would you, would you? Hold on, self-suck. Self-suck. People stretching and doing their best to try suck themselves off. Oh, okay. And That's from, a subreddit on Reddit. Yeah, from what, I haven't read sure. it, but I've heard people Everyone's discuss tried. it. Apparently, it's a lot more yeah, like... Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not close. Apparently, it's a lot more like sucking your dick than it is like having your dick sucked. You know what I mean? Because then, wait, they like sucking their own dick. No, 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 no. And well, they, they're, they're trying to. the sensation is... But the sensation... You, like it's more of sucking a dick than it is having your dick sucked. You know oh, I mean? so it's just people that like to suck a dick. As no, a no, 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 no. I think what he's trying to say is the sensation of sucking your own dick is there's more, the sensation is heightened more in the sucking than the the being sucked. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what Wait, I'm saying. Wait, it feels nice to suck no, your own no, dick. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, I, think, I think the overwhelming feeling you're having is of sucking. Not good or bad, just the feeling you're okay. having. Okay. So you're more... Like if you were to be drinking water while you're getting a, ma- a massage on your feet, what, what, what are you feeling more? feeling more? Okay, okay. So sucking your own dick, you're feeling the sucking more. That's what the sub... Now, yeah. I'd like to know why you're in that Reddit. I'm not in that Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you not, doing there, buddy? I'm what not doing, doing anything there? on there. I'm not there. I've heard okay. it. I've heard people discuss it on another well, podcast. Is that a fucking one of your headlines in your Hinge profile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moderator <laughs> of the self-suck Reddit subgroup. Good Lord. That's funny. Yeah, That's funny it's, stuff. It's um, Congrats to the self-suckers. Mm. Well, I mean, you're out. The call in to the Dribbler yeah, hotline yeah, let if us you know. are. Let us know. Um, and give us a play-by-play on how that works. Yeah. It doesn't seem possible to me unless you're hung like a fucking rogue elephant. Yeah. Yeah, or I guess like really skinny and really flexible. But don't the... Well, flexible. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Neither do I. Just going back, hunky-dory, taking it back a bit. um, It's from the Dutch word honk, which means home or like a home base in a game. So it's just something you'd say like if someone made it home or like, you know, made it safe in a game of sport. It's like, oh, hunky-dory. Dutch, you say? 
Dutch, yeah. The Dutch word for home is like honk. I wonder how that's... Why the dory then? Well, the dory was just... It says the origin is unknown, but it's kind of like an alliterative thing. Like hunky-dory just sounds like okie-dokie, which also doesn't really okay. mean anything. Hunky-dory is a good one, and I don't use it that often. No. But I don't mind a hunky-dory when it leaves the lips. I don't mind it. It also... Now I imagine it with like a Dutch accent, and it's weird. Yeah, just ignore that. It's okay. Just pretend. I'm not anti-Dutch. Oh, well, it sounds like you are. I know it sounds like that. I mean, this isn't a good start for me. If this chick's listening, she thinks I'm a white, misogynist, anti-Dutch piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> are you anti-Dutch accents off the back of Elvis? I... When Tom Hanks apparently butchers it? Well, he does butcher it. He butchers it. He, he was is awful. That, but is that... Was that what I don't know where of... it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a Tom Hanks issue. I'm a cis white misogynist who hates Tom Hanks at the Dutch. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? That I saw a photo on the weekend, Eddie, doing the rounds on uh, the Punters and Dribblers page of uh, a, a little friend of ours by the name of Dior Dave. Yes. Papped. Papped at the Chloe? At the no. Could you pav? Could you pav with um, a date? I would assume mm, you'd assume wrong. Well, you looked. You both. She looked. She looked, looked cozy. She looked cozy. You looked cozy, and she looked infatuated in the topic at hand. It was quite an interesting topic, and so interesting I can't really remember what it was. Mm. But so well, not a date. Not a d- no. And it's. I think we can. I think we can probably guess. It was interesting that I was papped there because we were with a group of like eight of us, but then I snuck away with my good friend Kerry. Shout out to her. Um, and we were watching the Man U game on her phone for a bit, but then clearly I got up my phone to show her something which was more interesting than football. And then old mate who was sitting there is like, "Hey, Dior Dave." I'm like, "Oh, hello." And he took a photo. So Kerry's a friend. Kerry's a friend. Not a lover. An old friend. An uh, old friend. Okay. 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 That's well, a little less salacious we, than I was hoping for. Yeah, sorry yeah, about that. <laughs> Part yeah. of me wants you to just like retell that. Uh, but he can't lie if it's a friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Can't. But I was looking forward to that. So was I. But I mean... But I saw it, I'm like... Fuck yeah! I know the the myth, the mythos around it was better than the actual event. Yeah. I think, yeah. as it often is. Yeah, as it often is. Unless he's lying, of course. He may be lying. Well, he may be lying. Oh, you're still seeing another one? And yeah, I'm seeing yeah, cat yeah. cafe chick. No, not cat cafe chick. Who's this? What the hell? Oh, Tobblers. These two are like kids, bro. They talk <laughs> about shit and they don't tell their dads. I know. Who's the... We can bleep names and shit, but so you've now... You're seeing someone else? Yeah, I'm seeing a lovely girl by the name of Redacted. Yeah. Um, beautiful name. <laughs> How is Redacted? She's very good. She's... Uh, so I this mean, is... this is. I mean... Are no, you seeing Redacted? Well, yeah, it's been are like... Are you dating Redacted? I don't know. I, like, I'm not great with definitions and all that. We've been on, like, I think four dates. Oh, okay. I mean, you're not, not dating Redacted. What's yeah. the lay... What base are we at? Well, let's not let's not yeah. make him kiss yeah, I'm, and tell. I'm, I'm at redacted base. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Um, but well, yeah, no, just say fun. what. Uh, no, because I want to yeah. know. But then I was like, can we just beef it? Yeah, can we beef it? We've just, just, just kissed. That's it. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, going slow, but that's okay. It's only I, four I met up with in, her after. That's all right. That's okay. That's fine. The first time I met up with her was after we did the live stream for the Storm game. I think. Um, and then we met in the city like really late. Who was that? Um, I don't know, but Dave two Friday, late two Friday nights ago, I think. Ooh. Dave's little then, late night was when they pumped the Broncos. By dude, I went home to bed, bro. Yeah, 
You're out in bed. Flexing bro. myself, you know. Um, then we went to the Glebe Markets, which was nice, lovely. Oh, cute. Um, and we went to see, went to some other bar. Out there, yeah, you know? it's very Dave Glebe Markets. <laughs> yeah. I say that. Um, we went to see Nope, the new Jordan oh, Peele film. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Good. Jordan, but yeah, really good. Not Watch as Tussle on the weekend. Probably not as good like as these other ones, but also good. Watch what? Just no, they just came out. What? Watched Hustle by Adam Sandler on Netflix on the weekend's good. Good. Yeah. Haven't watched. Adam Sandler's having a real glow up. Well, he's a good actor as well. That's just what we're realizing. You know, that's just what we're realizing now. Just Dave to bow this. Yeah. Your hair won't quit today, dude. My hair won't quit. No. Is it on? It's on. Is it on? Yeah. Get on my just get get on me tobler. <laughs> Is my hair on. It's on, dude. It sneaks up on you, my hair. It's long. Like, it was shaved, like, Dude, a week ago. it's really long now. It was shaved a week ago, and then one day it's like, bang. Are you going to go back to long? Go back to the, You're going to go the streety look now? The streety look? I think streety might be going the Burmo look, you know? Streety, the other day, was like, he, um, shout out to streety also, who left the house the other day wearing two, two different, different shoes. shoes. <laughs> two different shoes. He's like, everyone's fucking got a mullet, so I'm going to get, like, the slick back. Oh, That's that why he's rocking the slick back. I think he, he gives a lot more thought. To like his look, I just sh- cut my hair and then it grows. And when did you shave hair. it? That wasn't that long ago. No, dude, it was my hair grows very quickly. And obviously, I, you pointed this out. I don't know. I just had a hat on, but this is what you get. You just wear a hat, take the hat off. <laughs> Back to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, don't give me an in to start sucking my own dick about my hair. I'll do it. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why I gave you the in. It's, yeah. it's enjoyable. Um, Dave, do yeah. we see? You what know, what do we see? What do we see here? I've got a good. If I got the tarot this, cards without, out, what are they going to say? Yeah, How'd you meet? Without go, uh, just through Bumble. Lovely. Bumble. Um, actually, the photo she commented on was a fo- the photo with you two guys in it. Shock horror. So is, that is, that, shocking? is that the one though where you were like flossing at the turtleneck? Long yeah, 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 the right. big pink turtleneck. Yeah. Um, he was looking better than. But yeah, I don't know. Like without trying to go the early Pretty crow, new. got a good Pretty feeling new. about it. So got a good so feeling. Got a good feeling. She's cool. She's like very artsy into drawing. She plays the drums and sings. Ooh, this sounds like a good. Can you do us a fate? No, well, no, don't worry. I just wanted to see a photo of her. But he can show like us later. He can show us after. He can yeah, show yeah, us later. Yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, like, politically aligned? Oh, yeah, definitely. Are we like that? She's got, uh, I mean, I know Cause you Because heaven forbid if you were to find someone on the other end of the spectrum, I'm not sure how that would work. Well, you know what? I think that would be probably the, what Dave needs so that he can, like, reach across the aisle and they can, you know, accept I'm each not, other. I'm, I understand that it may be what he needs, mm. But it, it may be not what he wants. You know what I mean? Mm. We um when we were at the Glee markets and walking out, there was a little like the socialist alternative had a little stand there asking to sign petitions and we both did spend, you know, a good five the or ten minutes. Socialist talking to them. alternative. I bet you guys both did. That's where you shared your first kiss, wasn't it? You fucking <laughs> at the social alternative stand. Good lord. Love it though. Love it. Love that there's love in the air. That's yeah. what I love. I love love. Yeah, so do I. So does Tom. Tom, my weekend, as evidenced by the pep in my spiritual step, was relatively low-key. Dinner with Elsa on Friday night, very nice. Brother came down Saturday. The Kern. The Kern. How's Kern? He's great. He's tip-top. Got him a seat for the wedding. Had lunch. Lovely. Flopped about. I, um, but I was going for a run yesterday, and I was running past the new Allianz Stadium, and there appeared to be some sort of open day on. Oh, yes, there was. 
a big open day. Lot going on, lot of activity. First and foremost, the stadium looks fucking good. Did you jog in there? No, I didn't jog in. I just jogged around. It looks fucking good. Mm. They've also fucked. You know how they had that wall on the whole outside, and then to get in, you had to like walk around to the like the exit points. Yeah. It was. It got a bit like hurdy in there. Mm-hmm. They fucked all that off. It's all open and just in and out to the road now. Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. On Moor Park Road, that looked good. But I was sort of like, you know, I'm seeing all these families hopping off the the light rail and going in, and I was just thinking to myself, why would you? Why would you go to an opening of a stadium? I think there was a show on. So I be- I agree with you, but we're... Like, not- there was a bit going no, on, no, sure. There no, was, you know... There was Guy Sebastian and Baker. Yeah, boys. but as far as I'm aware... I that think- was at night, though. Yeah, this was at like... They made everyone leave and then closed for like an o'clock. hour to set up and then came back for Guy Sebastian. Were this- they allowed to go into the stadium? Yeah. Well, that's why. I, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I completely get what you mean, but they're like face painting for the kids. There was. It was like a, it was a whole day. Yeah. But but it's not that... It Was there a jumping castle? No, there wasn't. Okay, there was like a little band and shit out the front. But if you don't have a jumping castle... But I heard, like Guy Sebastian, I heard Guy Sebastian and Baker Boy were playing, but they weren't playing at night. This mm. was 11 a.m. in yeah, the morning. Okay, right. I'm like, that's a fucking big day on the tools. I wonder how many ticks they sold. 50,000! To, 50, to Guy and Baker Boy. All day. Yeah, but they were free. Oh, sorry. They didn't sell tickets. 55,000 people went. But you, you had to like reserve with? tickets, but they were free, I'm pretty sure. To the stadium. Okay, for the whole fucking open day then. Yeah. So they weren't all going there to see Guy. Well, I don't know who oh. was going to see... I don't know who was going to see Guy. But the moment I heard that Guy Sebastian was playing, I'm like, spot on. Who better to open Allianz Stadium than the great Sebastian. and the powerful Guy Sebastian? Yeah, well, that's what I'd say. And, I mean, you know, I'm sure it was received warmly by the uh, the people down there, the face painters. If you don't have a jumping castle, though, then what the fuck is up with you? That, that's what I would say. It, it's a concerning decision mm-hmm. out of the gates. Face painting, jumping castle, well, fairy floss, well, they're mandatory. You're talking, you're talking about mandatories yeah. now, compulsories. S- you know, Sanger on a stick, whatever they're called. Dagwood dog? Dagwood dog. What's wrong with a sausage sizzle? Mm-hmm. Out well, the fucking oath, dude. Sausage sizzle, face painting, jumping castle. Fairy floss. F- fairy bread. Fairy floss isn't mandatory, I don't think. I think for kiddies it is. I have children. Do they like fairy floss? I feel like they do. Fairy that, floss, I think, is overrated. I think it's hugely overrated. I also think it's like... Is it still do? I don't know if it's, it's like still in vogue, dude. Fucking, it's like eating insulation. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with it. It's real carny shit as Yo, well. Yeah, but, but what is it? I, what is it, like it's sugar just, clouds? It's just sugar like clouds, flavored yeah. sugar. Sugar clouds. Sugar clouds. I I can't see a world in which there was fairy floss at the unveiling of the fucking new billion dollar stadium. I could be wrong. Well, but I'm, I think that's got that's that's got pride in place at the Dubbo show. Okay, you don't think it's May nineteen to twenty, unless it was like a vegan sugar free fairy floss. Well, like knowing that Maryvale does the food there, would he be fucking with fairy floss? Probably not. No, but I thought maybe it was a bit more like. Are they doing all of the stuff outside? I did see someone putting the P's and D's some prices that they had to pay for some shit in there, and I was like, Eesh. oh, oh, hectic, Eesh. oh, Eesh? yeah, yeah, like thirty bucks for a fucking thirty bucks for what? For a, a sausage roll and chips. Fuck off. He was in the P's and D somewhere. Mm, yeah, hang on. thirty bucks. Yeah, dude. And when you saw what it was, you were like, fuck. That's criminal. They shouldn't be allowed to charge that. That's exactly what they'll do. 
Yes, yeah, so someone's got a, a chicken roll, which doesn't look that nice. Put it on the screen so you can see it. If that's really 30 bucks, that is, I mean, I just would, I'd want to know what the margins are because that would be disgusting. Well, the margins will be massive. Like, but you're not going to pay off a stadium selling sausage, like chicken rolls. I don't care if you've got good margins as long as you aren't fucking someone. And 30 bucks for the, whatever this gentleman is saying seems like he's getting fucked. Do you think, Tom, that it would prevent people from going to the footy, paying that sort of price? I think it would. Yes, I do. So one must ask themselves, given crowd numbers at the SFS in the past, I think you can comfortably say they've been on the skinny side. Why would you fucking gouge the eyes out of the punter and the dribbler over a fucking chicken roll? Now, you get up the food for us. Oh, there it is. Oh, dear God. New SFS of charging you $16.90 for a fried chicken roll fame. First and last time I'm paying 30 bucks for this. So there's a drink there in the corner as well. I think it's important to note. So he's got a drink. He's got a Sprite. He's got a Sprite. A not cup, a beer. Not a beer. A cup of chips with a sauce. And listen, a chicken roll that could be fish at a glance. That doesn't look like chicken. No. That's not passing the eye test for me. But so you've got basically just like a hunk of chicken or fish, allegedly. Three slices of pickle, maybe four, and then bread. If I'm running an eye over that and I think what's fair for the punter and the dribbler, I think you should be able to get a roast chicken sandwich, assuming it's chicken, and a chips and a drink for 15 bucks. Should be half that. They just, they just accept that you're going to cop it. When you're in there, because well, you are no, because you are because you are going to because it's it's there's a monopoly. Yeah, do you know? Are you aware of monopolies, Tom, and how they work? Uh yeah, I love the game. Yeah, one of the great games. One of the great games all time. But if one has a monopoly, one can charge what one wants. Mm. The problem, I think, Tom, is that the fucking punter and the dribbler may not go to the game altogether and go fuck you. Well, there is a part of that, right? If you're paying out the ass for beers and out the ass for food, you're like, I may just sit at a pub nearby the stadium and watch the game there. And enjoy myself. Seriously. Without having to get up every two seconds to go to the bar, 100%. line up, and then when I do get to the fucking front of the line, I'm getting my asshole ripped out yes. through my mouth. Yeah, yeah, through your mouth, which is not where you want it ripped out from. You don't want it ripped out at all. But, but you don't if want you it ripped out through your mouth. As a real point. As a rule of thumb. Yeah. As a rule of thumb, that's not what you want. Now, I was talking to Tim the other day. Last, yesterday, actually. Father-in-law, Tim. Father-in-law, Tim. And we're talking about the Rabbitohs and how it makes no fucking sense that they're at that heap of shit. Has he threatened you yet about about his daughter saying, like, mate, you better be fucking good or I'll kill you? Mm, We've had that chat years ago. (laughs) 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 Um, We've got that one out. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's probably good that he got it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't waited this long. Yeah. Uh, And... We were saying Rabbitohs will definitely leave there and definitely go to the SFS. Even if it's not next year, it'll be the year after. If the Bulldogs were to leave, say, and go to a Parramatta Stadium, much better. Mm. Do we just tear that fucking thing down yeah. and just be done with it? Nuke it and then turn it into a park. And just move on. And turn it into a park that we'll never use. Yeah. But that's fine. But the people who live in the, are out, out there can. Of course they can. It's also good for wildlife. Birds. Yep. Possums. Yep. Koalas. Ibis. Koalas, Ko- sure. Get some koalas Put out there, Put a koala sanctuary out there, mate. Yeah. Let's start putting good use to... Shit areas. Shit areas. That one specifically. Yeah. It's a concrete fucking jungle. It's a wasteland. Blow it, it up. It must be removed. 
plant some trees. But do you know what I mean? Are you seriously going to tell me that you're going to keep a stadium that big and shit for fucking the NRL Grand Final and for one state of origin a year? It doesn't make any sense. And for some Tigers games. Well, the Tigers, the Tigers don't. Do they play there? I think they do play there. At ANZ. Yeah. No, not not very often if they do. I don't think so. I don't think so. Check it. I'm pretty sure they do. I thought they more often played at the SCG or old SFS. Tigers have got Campbelltown, Combank, and I think... Leichhardt. And Leichhardt. they got like four fucking stadiums. I don't know that, that could be completely wrong. It probably is. It's fucking nice. It probably is completely wrong. Yep. Yeah, so, Combank, Leichhardt, and Campbelltown. There you go. That was one off. The one we were talking about. The, yeah, the one you were talking about? Yeah, no. I was wrong. So, I just thought that was worth bringing up. Yeah. I wouldn't go to a stadium opening, but I would if there was a game. And obviously, by the looks of it, I'll need to mortgage. Well, I, don't, I need to buy a house, then mortgage it. In order to go and get a food. Do you want to have a look at the kind of a full menu here? Yep. Shout out to our friend. Under 10 bucks. Jerry, well, who's the way they've like there. set this out is Billy's weird Bruce. because they say under ten bucks, but then the first things they talk about is fourteen fifty for a beef burger, seventeen fifty for a veggie burger, chicken tenders and chips eighteen bucks, and then you've got a couple. You should be able to get food and drink for under twenty bucks. What's so, under ten bucks? So they got a standard stadium dog is five dollars fifty, or an upgrade to twelve dollars El Loco hot dog. El Loco hot dogs are the truth. I used to eat them a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. Shock. Shocking, no one, I'm assuming. But Beef they are pie good. by Sonoma, $8.50. Uh, I've heard that's not great. My mate had one, I think, when we were at the cricket or something. Oh, you can shave it. two bucks off and get a four and 20. Where are Villies? Villies pies. Is it Villies? Don't know. I'll pound a four and 20, though. Yeah, I'll have a four and 20, but I think it's Villies. They were fucking. They were oh, the, the ones you had at Origin. Those ones when you went to Origin. For six fifty. I will have. Did I get Origin? When did I get Origin? Like, maybe it was last year and you couldn't stop oh, talking we about how Origin the pies last year. Were. And that's when we went to um, Cogra. That's when you were talking about the pies. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Han Premium Light and Heineken, 9.30 and 8.20 for zero alcohol beer. You love that. You love that. Oh, so go back up. Go, go up. up. Stone and Wood Pacific Ale, thirteen fifty. Furphy, eleven ten. Yeah, dude. No, that's stadium pricing. That's fucking mate. Horseshit. You pay fucking. You pay nine bucks for a Furphy at the pub in Paddington. Right. I think the food is more outrageous given what you're getting. That food's fucking deplorable. There's nothing. It's not on deplorable. There. They just. It's just. It's just not. I'm talking about size v price. Yeah. Thirteen bucks for spring rolls. Great. And I bet you there's three. There is. There I go. can see. Yeah, there you go. Three spring rolls, 13 bucks. Great. That will... Dude, look at the fucking salt and pepper calamari. Yeah. There's not much there. I... Did they not do a mid-strength beer? Did I just see they just do zero alcohol? They got and... 4X. Oh, okay. Still $10.50. Oh, no. What? They're not going to do fucking VBs. Oh. No. I think Yuli's Brews is on there in the members. Shout out to Yuli's Brews. Our there's no James blokes Harvey. on the menu either. Well, no, there's no blokes. This isn't an ad for Yuli's Brews. It's just that it's a friend of ours, and it's quite a career achievement. Is there a sea bass in there? Yeah, sea bass. Oh, I drink sea bass. Yeah. I love sea bass. Yeah. Well, love we only bloke, bloke. But we're just talking about a friend. Well, before I knew of bloke, I used to drink sea bass. Yeah, now I don't touch the shit. No, I don't touch it. Now I'm bloke only. I can't stand it. No. Tastes like shit. But it is on there in members. Pizza. What are we doing pizzas here? 
fifteen fifty for these little square focaccia ones, which are actually not bad. I that's am. That's probably the best value on there, and even mm. then, I still think fifteen fifty is too much. But it is. But it looks like that'll fill me fill me up. Punters and dribblers. I'm, well, look, this is why you come to us because I know that we all need assistance in life. Yeah. So you come here to the Monday podcast. We're running you through the menu so that you can go out there and make smart decisions and don't get fucking bent over and pounded. Go to Vinny's Pizza, okay, and yep. get yourself a fucking four, four squares for 15 bucks. We've been over this menu with a fine-tooth comb. That's the best value right there. That looks like there's a bit of meat on there, a bit to work yeah, with. Yeah, a bit it looks of dough. Like, look fuck doughy. yeah. You play that into a beer, I think you're laughing. I think you're all right. If you actually play it into a beer, you may not need to eat for a few days. That's what I mean. You're sweet. There's a good base there. It looks like it's doughy and yeah. f- and, and thick. Thick. Cheesy. Cheesy, yep. That meat one in the top left looks pretty fucking yeah, look, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it looks good. Pepperoni. All Fuck right, keep yeah. rolling. Keep rolling, D. Uh, $17. What are we getting there? Falafel wrap? That does not... I mean, they had all the time to take a photo. That's not a photo I would pick. That looks like someone fucked a falafel. If my name was Jimmy and I was doing falafels mm. and they put that photo up, I'd be disappointed. I love a falafel. That looks like someone's fucked it. Can I tell you why I don't like that photo, Tom? The first... I'm going to say quarter of that falafel appears to be bread, a little bit of sauce, and then just a tomato. Yeah, empty. Empty. Look at that. What's in there? Maybe a little bit of spinach underneath or something? That's not good enough. No. What sort of falafel is that? That's a shocking photo. Absolutely shocking. Shout out to Allianz if you do want to sponsor the podcast. Oh, if you want to sponsor the podcast, that's cool. I will say... Looks all right. Like, they've got some serious fucking options here, which is great. But I'm also like, do people mean gourmet meals at the footy? I don't know. I'm down with it. But, like, there is a... It seems like there's a... I guess you can still get your simple there's still, there's still There's still chicken tenders. There's still 4 and 20s. There's Chippies. still chips. Gluten-free kale bowl, 17.50. If you're a gluten-free operator who's a big fan of kale, are you, are you, are you mad about 17.50? That's sort of... That's ballparky for that sort of shit. Maybe. Anyway... Hope you're still here with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're basically just reading a menu. Um, and maybe we should stop doing that. No, I think so. That's why I'm sort of... I'm Wrapping at, it up? You're look, looking to sort of wrap up yeah, the I'm menu chat? At, I'm looking to wrap yeah, it up. And dude. look, if we're being honest with Tobler, he can probably trim some of that. I think Tobler will be trimming some of this if he wants to keep his job. Yeah, I think that'll be important. I um, Tobler, Tobler knows that. Tobler knows that his job's on the line. I'm not afraid to say it. On the line. Perform or die. <laughs> when we talk rugby league on the show, Edward is uh it's thanks to our good friends at KO. We talk sport generally, but rugby league, good friends at KO. All games, KO. Well, if I can if I can work out what you're saying, you're saying that KO's our friend and then KO's friends with rugby league, but we're also friends with rugby league. It, that's sort of what I was saying. What I was also saying is that we love sport, right? You and I. You and I. Yeah. And also the punter and the dribbler. Yep. KO are in the business of sport. Sports business. They're in the sports business. Well, you specifically, they're in the sports streaming business. But it's the sports business. It's part of the sports business. It's, it, it it's is the, the streaming arm. It's the streaming arm of the sports business. Yes. And, I mean, that just works well for me and for you. I love KO. You love KO. It doesn't necessarily work business. well for Perisher Blue. Well, But I it mean, works well for me and it works well for you. Listen, you could be streaming KO while you're on the fucking lift going up the mountain. At Parish of Blue. At Parish of Blue. You then get off the lift, phone in the pocket, down the mountain, stop halfway, bit more KO, down the bottom of the mountain, bit more KO. Or you could go like a really easy, is it green? 
Green Run? Are they the easy ones? I can't and remember. And just ski and watch. You could on those kitty runs. On the kitty runs. Oh, that. Green, yeah, green is the easiest. Yeah. See? Fuck. Put yeah. it on one of those I selfie surf. sticks and just watch. Yeah, do you ski? Have you ever skied? Yeah. I would hold grave. I'd love to... S- I'd love to see you ski. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm sure you would. How do you reckon? How do you go? I can get down the mountain. Yeah. You're right. That's like... You, you could tumble down a mountain, right? Like It depends. Like, I went, I went once... Um, for like a week and got pretty good by the end of it. Yep. Like I could do the black runs and shit. Okay. And now if I go, now if I go, I'm all right. Are you a pizza fries guy? No, I'm not a pizza fryer. Okay, no. so you can. I sh- can, I can. Sh- 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 I find it hurts my legs. Well, yeah, like it's a legs based. It, it, yeah, burns my legs. So I'm not. I'm more of a like fucking halfway down lunchtime. See at the bottom. It's a great. It's a, I I'm like a two. I'm like a two or three run guy, and then I'm like, oh really? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, like getting on the piss. I had a fucking great time in Japan with our Streety and Henry and Rod, and just all like obviously you stop midday to get get on. You know, you must. But just fanging it. But down. I'm not that good, so that's probably inform that probably yeah 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 I get you. informs my decisions. Yeah, it's not very good at all. Pizza no, fries, not. pizza fries, rugby league. <laughs> Kemp curse is real. Obviously, we knew that, but I don't know that everyone else fully believed until they got fucked 53-6 to six by the Eels and have now, as time of recording, are outside of the top eight. No, they're done. Basically, they need the Raiders to lose next week against the Knights or the Tigers. There's a couple of reasons in my mind why they're done. Raiders have got the Tigers. Tigers have got to make up uh, it's like 60 points on the 76 Titans. what is it 75 points differential Titans have got the Warriors so even if they lose by 30 West have got to win against the Raiders by 40 it's just they've got the fucking spoon the West Tigers stink enjoy another spoon stiff shit to all of you so it doesn't really mean anything the game they're going into. So, but the Raiders. The, so what I'm saying is the Broncos can't make it. Well, so what you're saying is that the, the Tigers. So the Tigers, Tigers are playing Raiders, for nothing. Yeah, Tigers yeah, yeah. are playing for nothing. Raiders are playing for something. Broncos have got to make up fucking forty odd points in points differential, assuming the Raiders lose. Yeah, it's. And for those, oh of no! You, if the Raiders lose and they win, they're good. But then Raiders aren't going to lose the Tigers. Yeah, this is no way. There's a, it would be highly unlikely. So the Broncos are out. Unfortunately, this could have all been fixed if Den and Kemp had just taken his shirt off and eaten muesli bars as we had told him to. Like, if you need to break a curse and you've got the answer of how to break it in front of you, and then you choose not to do it, that's on you, dude. It's completely and utterly on you, dude. Now, the fact that he won't acknowledge it, I think is probably more disappointing than anything. Like, I can understand his hesitation, his reservations in removing said shirt and pounding muesli bars into the earth. Like, there's a bit going on there. There's a bit doing. Mm. But fact of the matter is, that's the only way to reverse the curse. But what's worse than that punters and dribblers is that he he refuses flat out refuses to accept it at all it's like bruh 
You're in the top four. Now you're coming ninth, and that's where you're going to fucking finish. You've fallen off a cliff. One and four in their last five games. They're playing like a busted ass. Poor old Kevy in the sheds after the game. One of the great blow-ups all time. Apparently now players offside. Can you find that link? Mm. I might even send it to you, Dave. So apparently... Players offside? As in like, so Ben Dobbin of Dobbo, uh, Dobbo fame. He, uh, he was reporting on Triple M NRL yesterday mm-hmm. that Kevy gave the boys a fucking right old bake after the game. Which we all saw. Which... They all fucking deserved as well. Fucking oath they did. They've been absolutely pathetic. I just they weren't even David, trying. What's up? <clears throat> they weren't even trying. It's just that's what it seemed like, right? But but um, the, apparently Kevy called him soft and this and that. And then the players, like a bunch of players, are all off him for, for ripping him. And then Gordy was like, uh, Gordy Tallis was like saying, they would not last a second in my era. They're all weak. Hmm. Well, that's been, if my memory serves, part of the issue at the Broncos for a little while now is that there was a feeling, at least one that I picked up through media channels, that the Broncos players were soft mm. and that they couldn't handle the criticism. The same was, was when Seabold was there. They the fucking... they. they they got offside with Seabold because he was pushing them too hard and asking too much and thought they were fucking soft and caught them all out and shit. So if that if that sort of attitude is still at the club, I'm not shocked that they've gone from fourth to ninth. But also, like... That was the most pathetic performance on fucking Thursday night against the Eels. Like, they were not trying at all. No. By the end. Just rolling around. Whoever those two... Have your way with us. Oh, okay, go back. So, Talis called on Walters to drop the players who complained for the Broncos' must-win match against the Dragons next week. Uh, whoever those two are that whinged uh, and they should just... Does that read right? Whoever those two are that whinged and they should just write a line through them, Talis. It doesn't make sense. No. If I found out and I was at that organisation, I don't want to play with that guy. If I got called soft, my response is, I'm going to prove him wrong. And if you want me to stand in front of Jared Warrior Hargraves going mad and racing at me, that takes courage. So if someone goes, you're soft, how is he going to stand in front of the Roosters enforcer, Jared Warrior Hargraves? It's a great point. If you can't cop being called soft by your fucking coach after you got pounded in the ass by the Eels. But for the second week in a row, that's like over 100 points conceded in two games for 12 points. It was fucking pathetic. Keep going down. It was pathetic. Um, Steve Renoff. Precious, soft, privileged knobs. Toughen up, boys. Um, Hold on, go back up. If someone picks you and questions your toughness and calls you soft, you know I'm uh, You know I'm doing. I'm you know going. what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. No, you know I'm doing. Look at it. I'm yeah, doing. I know, but I think that's... I'm trying to read, read, read it for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's hard trying to read quotes from not all former rugby league players, but sometimes it just is like, wait, what the fuck are they... What are they saying? I'm going, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. You want to call me soft coach? Watch this. But I do like Renoff. Precious, soft... Privileged knobs. What does a precious, soft, and privileged knob look like? That's well, can Slacky draw a precious, soft, privileged knob? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, is it like a? Is it is it a knob in a boater? (laughs) With just like, with like a bowl cut, a bowl cut, a bowl cut. 
a bowl like some cut. Sort of like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl cuts were soft. A bowl cut in a boater, maybe with like a monocle on or something. Obviously flaccid. Well, it's got to be a flaccid knob. No veins. No, no, zero no, no. vascularity. Zero, zero vascularity. Are you a little bit doughy? Like you're not just soft. You're a little bit chody. I think it's a bit chody. Yeah. And I think it's. I think it's. Um. It's all. Uh. It's got skivvy on. As in, it's yeah. Okay, so it's not all the way up. Yes. As in, like you can't see the knob; it's hidden. Or does the skivvy? Does the skivvy pop out the top of the boater? Just a little bit popping out the roof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Get to work, Slacky. Yeah. <laughs> Get to work. Oh, can I tell, let you in on um like a uh, one of my precious <laughs> soft privilege knobs? Sorry. My dirty like a little fantasy of mine. Yeah. Like what okay. I like off the a, back of that like conversation. A dirty little dirty little secret. Yeah. I fucking love when the Broncos start going like a busted ass and all the old boys start coming out of the woodwork. Don't make it Kevy's fault. It's just great stuff. Yeah. You, they're just, def- they're, it's not Kevy, like players, 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 yeah. players, yeah. players, players. Now, if these rumours are true that we're reading on foxsports.com.au around players complaining because they've got a little rinsing, then yeah, I get it. But there, there is, could be more to it. There could be way more to it. That's in great, fairness to the soft, precious knobs. Well, I'm, you know, sometimes you've got to stand up the, for the soft, precious knobs. Yeah, the precious, soft, privileged knobs should be what they're called next season after how bad they've gone. The precious, the precious soft, privileged knobs. The, the Brisbane. PSP, the Brisbane precious, soft, privileged knobs. The, the PSPKs. Yeah. PSPK. PSPK. I remember that. Um, but you can see quite clearly that a couple of Kevies, old mates, Jumped going to, hard yeah. in the paint. Yeah, there are some. There, listen, Eddie and I have heard some, and this is uh, we we won't be we can't go into any more deets, but have heard that there's some rumblings at the Bronx. Tom That's and I have heard we hear, we hear whispers on the wind. We always have. You could call us the whisperer catchers. I wouldn't. I'd call us something better. <laughs> Precious soft privilege knobs, to be honest, is a better is a better name. Um, we get the good oil. Yeah, always have, always will. And the oil that we have on our person, extra virgin at the yeah, it's, dude, olive oil, dude, 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 dude. It's extra virgin. Mm. It's like extra extra virgin, yep. which you can get when it's been like virgined again. Yes. You extra, I mean? extra, extra virgin. Extra, extra, extra virgin. That's all we'll say, but know this. Big time rumblings of the club. Rumble. Rumble. <laughs> Good Lord. Fucking hell, that was bad. That was bad. Um, all at sea today. Should we move on from the Broncos? Because I do Stiff have shit, Broncos. Stiff in. shit. Sucked in Broncos. Sucked in Kempe. Um... But, like, you know, for those of you who think that, like, Manly's given up, and, yeah, you can lick us about Manly, but, like, bro, I've lost all feeling in my skin many weeks ago from licks. Listen here. Numb. You, Numb to it. Like, you've licked me into... You've licked my nerve endings away. <laughs> I don't know... I was going to say ketosis. I don't even know what that means. No, that's keto. Why. That's keto diet. <laughs> that's keto diet. Different thing. Have I been in ketosis for four days? So, I don't give a fuck if you lick me anymore. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. We're done, bro. Season's over. It's all good. Now, Broncos losing and dropping out of the eight, that is what we call a silver lining to a shit end of a season. Well, it's... For Manly. It's all I wanted. Yeah. 
I'm well, that or the eels. I would have. I would have probably celebrated the eels more. Yeah, but there's something about Kempi not acknowledging the curse. Yeah, and I think also the eels just doing what eels do and going out in the finals will also be nice. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. We do want Parramatta to beat the Storm this weekend because I want to see a South Sydney Roosters knockout final, which we won't get unless the Eels win. If okay. the Eels lose, then either the Roosters or the Rabbitohs, depending on who wins this Friday night, goes to fifth. So are Roosters and Rabbits both locked in for the finals now? Yep. Yeah. Like mathematically... They could, but they need like hundred point losses. Okay, right. So that's they're locked. They're locked. Um, but nice. so so the eels. If the eels can beat the storm, then they stay in fifth, and we get the roosters, rabbitos, um, knockout, which would be sick. That would be sick. Could they though? If they both, if the eels, if the storm beat the like, could they not meet later on down the track if they both win, or is it like? Who eels and storm? Or? Uh, roosters, rabbitos. Sorry, uh, they wouldn't. I think meet, it's tough if they're both. They the wouldn't bottom. meet. Until the, the final. I think the Roosters legitimately could win the comp. Do you want to do a ladder predictor for the last round? Uh, 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 how do we do that? What are we doing? Just, can you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this will see what the table is going to be at the end of next round. I think that the Storm win against the Eels. The Eels are an up and down side. And if it's tight, they'll lose. I think that the Seagulls hump the Bulldogs... 50-plus. Roosters, I think, win against the Rabbits. Yeah, definitely. No, I think they do it. I think they could 13-plus them. Mm. You look, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The Rabbitohs v. the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys played pretty poorly, I reckon. Like, they did some good things. That try that fucking Kyle Felt scored to, like, get it close was fantastic. But it seemed like the Rabbitohs were just not doing much at all, and they were just, like, going through the motions. Or you like, reckon they'll 13-plus them? I reckon they'll 13 plus them, dude. The Rabbitohs, the Roosters will are, are a better side than the Cowboys. And given the opportunities that the Rabbitohs allow, I feel like the Roosters will ice it more. That's just my vibe. Yeah. I have been waiting for this Roosters all season. Yes. Like I've been, has. I've been waiting since like the first couple of rounds, maybe round five or six. When Cooper Cronk was doing the podcast every week with Matty Johns at that Those point. Those are the days. The fuck weren't they the days? Beautiful, beautiful part of the season. Also, footy's so fresh then. You're just yep. fucking loving every yep. game. And he was saying that, you know, it took him a while to build in the combinations and they would focus on defense and shit, you know, before any of that. But then as the season rolled on, I'm like, where's this fucking rooster side? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Now they've won seven in a row. Momentum is fucking absolutely spot on. Like, they're a huge fucking chance, I think, this year. Same. I think they, as far as a team that's like, well, they're fifth now, are they? Can they well, make the top four? They're f- no, no, no. So they're fifth, assuming that this... Oh, so sure, yeah, yeah, assuming they yeah, would. So fifth is as us? good as they can go. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay, sweet, roll down. Warriors, I think the Titans will win. Titans, yep. Dragons, Broncos. Dragons. I'm gonna go I think Dragons. Dragons. Dragons win. I think. Uh, Panthers. Oh no, Cowboys because Panthers are resting everyone. Yep. Um, Sharks. Sharks and v Raiders. Knights. You think Sharks? Raiders v Tigers. Yep. That's All right. It. Lock it in. Panthers. Obviously, they've already got the minor premiership. Panthers, Sharks, Cowboys, Storm, top four. Roosters, Eels, Rabbitohs, Raiders. The bottom four of the top eight. So I think if this happens, you get 
if that happens the way we think, then you get a blockbuster Panthers storm round one. Yep. Foamy at the mouth. Sharkies, Cowboys. Sharkies will beat the Cows. I think, though, it's a good one that to have Sharks, Cowboys play each other. Like, I think the Cowboys lose to Panthers or the Storm um, 100% of the time in a for the first round of the finals. I feel like the Sharks are a team the Cowboys can beat. The Sharks are not, good, but the not Sharks in, aren't Not in Sydney, I don't think. Not in Sydney. I think that that... Maybe, maybe not. But I just think if there is a team that they can beat, it's the Sharks in the top four, whereas I don't think they've got a shot in shit against Panthers or Storm. So Roosters would play Raiders round one. Roosters, see you later, Raiders. It's all for nothing. And then this is is the Eels lose to the Rabbitohs, and then they're gone. Yeah, that's what we want. We love that. We love that. We love that, That is a silver lining because then the Roosters... Like if the if the Eels come fifth, then they probably beat the Raiders round one. Whereas, yeah, the Rabbitohs can make light work of the Eels round one, which is good for us. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Interesting, interesting. Um, now, can we go back to uh, a bit of rugby league chat after we've done that? There, have you seen? Because Damian Cook is he got COVID, so he missed the game on the weekend. Yeah, then. He, because of the isolation times, he's going to miss next week's game as well. Didn't they reduce the isolation to five days? Well, Albo, this is where it pays to have a PM who goes for your club, allegedly that this is why he's doing it, has come out and said, oh, yeah, we're actually reducing the isolation times this week. So he's been named to play. Really? Yeah. And... He got a fucking Bunnies jersey on Shaquille O'Neal. Like, this man... I tell you, and this isn't a political thing, but you can tell who's a real rugby league fan. There's no way ScoMo, who was obviously a fake Sharks fan. Like, you could, he wasn't changing rules to suit the Sharks. I've got to be honest, as much as I hate it, I respect it. But was if it, I was PM, I'd change the rules as well. First and foremost, ScoMo was seen wearing... There's footage of him in other teams' yeah, jerseys. Yeah, Bulldogs yeah. jerseys and shit. He's a fucking loser, yeah. so let's start there. If Albo has literally tweaked the rules so that Damien Cook can play against the old foe at the unveiling of the new stadium, hats off to you. I respect this shit. I like that. I'm all for that because you know what? I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be 100% doing that same thing. I was laughing actually with fucking um, father-in-law of the show, Tim Dumbrell, Mm. yesterday. And he was like, look at this shit. Going fucking down to five days. No one gives a fuck. This time a year ago, he was like, we were getting daily press conferences from fucking Gladys, giving us the lay of the land, all in lockdown. Everyone's losing their mind. Counting every single case. Every (laughs) single fucking case within an inch of its life was counted. Now, a year later, Albo of once the fucking Rabbitohs to win fame is like, oi. Let's fucking knock that back, bruh. Can you give us a bit of info on that, Dave? Like, obviously, I would assume it's not entirely to do with that, and I don't want to accuse the Prime Minister of that, but also, like, respect. So, well, it's being reported by the Sydney Morning Herald that Albo is hinted at shifting the thing from seven days down to five days. There's a national cabinet meeting on Wednesday, which is basically, like, him and all the premiers of all the states where they discuss this stuff. So I think it'll be floated then, but... It's not completely, like, out of the blue. Like, Dominic Perrottet last month called for the isolation period to be moved from seven to five. I think in, like, a world scale, seven days in Australia is one of the longer ones. I feel like some other countries might not even have UK that. The UK were at five like, a year ago. Yeah. So it's not, like, completely random Seven's out of the fuck. question. I mean, I don't think you need seven. You know what I think? 
if you're fucking sick, stay at home. Yeah. And if you're not, go to work. Not tough. Like, you, th- with COVID, am I fucking wrong in saying this, that you are basically, you are giving it to people before you even show symptoms. And then when you show symptoms, stay at home. And then after that, you're sweet anyway. It's because it's kind of too late to try and stop. It was, it you are, people. you're like, you're most infectious before you even think you've got it. I was thinking about this the other day, not so to what, turn this to COVID town, but when it came in, right, like you were sort of going like, you try and think back to how life was before. And obviously you can't even really remember or imagine what it was like, but whether, how long it takes, before? as in the mentality of the populace around not having to worry, like you just didn't have the concern of a fucking global virus. And then obviously all of the relative trauma that everyone's gone through, through the period of lockdowns and job losses and fu- everything, mm. Whether I'm like just using me personally as an example, still carrying the baggage of these last couple of years sort of in my subconscious and the way that I operate in the world, or is it, do we just get over shit really quickly? And it's like, once things are just kind of normal again, you're like, oh, okay, like whatever. But what are you saying? I'm wondering how quickly, are we back, like how quickly you get back to pre-COVID mentality? Well, how do you feel? Are you back at pre-COVID? Yeah, I'm, what I'm, but what I'm saying is whether there so is like some sort may, of... So I'm you're wondering, saying maybe. I'm, I'm musing whether there's a subconscious right. sort of anxiety that still lives within everyone or some some people more than others, obviously. But just, you know, like how quickly do you get... Does, does, the, does the, I guess, the anxiety and the mentality of the time dissipate? How Can quickly I, does that happen? I was actually thinking about this the other day driving in the car and I was like... If memory serves, it was, you know, 8.30 on a school day, not in school holidays. And I'm like, fuck this traffic. And I often, when I'm in like that fuck this traffic mentality, I'll think back to when there was no traffic that at all. That was one all. of the great times. Zero fucking traffic yep. anywhere. And that was obviously when we were in lockdown. And I remember thinking, fuck, when was that? don't even know when that was. And then I was like, geez, that felt like a bit of a dream being like locked down. But it was also sort of cool. It was fucking, you know, like it was, it was, it was cool to be just, you could only be at home. It was, it was a novelty. It was a novelty, but it wore off super quick, it obviously. It wore off quick. But I wonder if it's something you'll look back on as like those mo- like elements of it favorably. Potentially. I think as humans, we tend to look back on things. There was something about- More favorably. I think you're more inclined to remember the good shit than the bad. Yeah. That's probably, that's my- There were some things that were kind of uniting about it, even though we were all- kind of isolated from each other and there were those things where you couldn't see family and obviously the like very real reality that people were dying but you know I felt like I there was there's a part of it where I caught up with mates more because I was on zoom with them every fucking night 100% and you're on the blower and shit you were talking to people way more I was I see I see I saw I funnily enough would catch up with mates more in lockdown yeah I'd I'd agree with that house party yeah yeah I'd agree with that like you're, you're not not your inner circuit, but your more fringier friends that you don't see as much. But even some of my really people I'd call close friends who I just don't because life is busy. Life you don't is see busy. as much. It's true. But to answer your question, it's it's dissipating for yeah. me. It's one hundred percent dissipating, and it's not a concern of mine at all. It's not a concern of mine. Zero concern. Concern for like family and for old parents and shit. But other than that, like, but not really. It's not a concern. I care. yeah, not really. Anyway, not the point. ScoMo, not ScoMo, Albo, changing the laws to suit rugby league. I like when rugby league dictates national policy. And I think it should across the board. Yep. It should be, you know how we like um, our 
government to be secular, like mm. church and state, yeah, not aligned. I don't know what the opposite of that is, and insert rugby league for the church. That's we what I want. remove the church, insert rugby league, and don't have it secular, pseudo secular. Yeah, but rugby league replaces. Well, in some way, in some ways, rugby league is the church. I think a, rug, a rugby league theocracy is what we're looking for. That's Ru- what we're looking. That's for. what we want. We want rugby league theocracy. A rugby league theocracy. It also ties in very nicely because Peter Vlandes is the grandson of God, is the son of Jesus. Um, so there is the spiritual there. A rugby league theocracy. That's what we want, that's and what that's we what want. we need. Yep. Rugby league dictating national policy. Thank you very much. The Storm losing to the Roosters. That was a great game of rugby league football. I was at a dinner, so I only caught the replay. Well, I went back and watched the KO Mini because that's what you do when that's you can't you watch do. the game. You watch the Mini. They are... You know the Roosters are on when they defend the house down. Yep. You know when you defend the house down, the house falls down? Yeah. And it's all off the back of fucking iron wheel defense? Yep. That's a side that's fucking ready and ready, sorry, ready and, and raring. raring for September. Just looking at this game, if you were to go from a, for a same game, anytime try score a multi of Suwali, Manu, Tupo, Coates, it'd be like so obvious and they'd all be low, but you think it'd pay something? Or do you reckon that'd be fuck all because they'd all be like a dollar ninety? Tupo, Manu, Suwali, Coates. Yeah. Suali'i. Uh, I think that would be paying off the top of the dome like 12 bucks. Not amazing. Can I ask a question about Suali'i? Maybe 16. With the pronunciation of his name. Because like Papali'i, Papa, like Papali yep. from Raiders, and Papali'i from the Raiders, Papali'i from the Eels. Eels. I wonder, I'd be interested to know whether the Suali'i, like so, it's S U A A L I I, whether it's actually Suali'i or Suwa'a, Suwa'ali'i. There. Suwa'ali'i, 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 Suwa'ali'i. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Do you do you pronounce the two A's? So you go Suwa'a, Suwa'ali'i. Yep. That would make sense. Well, you're almost like Ola Ka Atu, because there's also the apostrophe there with the two A's. Ola A. So Sua Ali'i. Sua Ali'i. Okay. I don't know if that's correct or not. If our our Pacific nation friends are listening, let us know. Are we on there? Pacific Islander P's and D's, let us know if it's Sua Ali'i or Sua Ali'i. Yep. I kind of like the sound of Sua Ali'i. Sua Ali'i. I like that. Sua Ali'i. Sua Ali'i. Uh, let us know. Anyway, fuck the storm, fuck the roosters. But I like the. I can't help but like. Are we the putting? A, are we putting a line through the storm now? Feel like we are. Nah, it's the loss just we needed to have, so everyone gets a bit complacent. Yeah. And I just truthfully beatable. don't think you guys have got enough, enough in your side. Like you've got a good team, and you'll you'll you know push sides and shit, but you just don't have enough to win it. I think you. Lo- I think they're lacking uh, something with a capital P, panache. Yeah, or Pappenhaus. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Panache first, Pappenhausen second. You can't win without him. No. No way. Panache first, Pappenhausen first. Correct. Um, But anyway, let's move on from the Roosters storm there. What else have we got? Manly. Obviously Manly. Brave in defeat. Dude, people are really, 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 really talking about Des going. And I'm just trying to work out whether I have a blind spot because of it's Des Hasler of two-time premiership winner fame and great hair and fucking Manly. Like... 
I don't know who understand. is really, really saying it now. As in, it's just the media. You just it's there's enough. Yeah, but they Max Krillich comes it. out and he's he's a former man of legend saying trying to get rid of Dez. They were saying on again Sunday Triple M show Dobbo was like there's apparently big calls from within the club to fuck Dez off. And I don't know if it was player-led. I don't think that's what he was saying, but like hierarchy, club hierarchy, where it's like they were pissed off that he had a shot at the club during the press conference for the jersey, pride jersey thing, even though they're the ones that put him in the shit. And then they're saying that, I think a few people saying like, the problem with the way that Manly's losing is that you, obviously we're down on troops, but like the players, you're not even getting the best out of his players. And I'm just kind of like, he has been fucked over so hard. Can we not? And there's no one else to bring. If like, there's no one else to bring in. There's just not a good option. Let's just be. Let's just be fucking honest with the situation here for one moment, if we may. The bloke's won fucking two premierships and been to four grand finals. And he's been five, to four. No, gra- hold on. Five grand. Five finals. grand finals. One, two, seven, two thousand and eight, two thousand. Yeah, no, because he wasn't. Yeah, five, eleven, five, five. Five. Yeah. He was a bad refereeing decision away from another grand final last year. That's what I mean. He just got mainly to the top four. Okay. Now, we had we were down on troops all season, but there was still we were still sniffing around the eight, still fucking sniffing around. Now, there was a decision made with the pride jersey that has caused division within the fucking side, clearly. And it's only been five or six weeks since that point. I don't think that you just go up, oh, coach's fault. Coach's fault. It's like, no, 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 no. We weren't going that bad before that happened. Yeah. That's the fucking reality. Now, it is clear as fucking day based on the on-field performances and some people's decision-making around a social media perspective that there is division in the fucking side. Mm. That is clear as day. Now is that Dez's fault that there's division? Is that Dez's fault? I, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Also, Max Krilich, who the fuck do you want to bring in? Yeah. Is is this is this has Max got a mate? Max might have a mate. Has Max got a mate that he wants know. to fucking coach the Seagulls cuz last time I checked there's fucking nobody around Ask the West Tigers. The biggest dick in rugby league, Phil Gould, had to flop that hog all over the metaphorical table to get Seraldo over there. And no one knows how he's going to go as a first-grade coach. No one knows. He's been assistant his whole life. He could stink the joint up. No one fucking knows. He could stink the joint up. He might. Now, who else? Okay. Tigers brought in who? Who? Fucking Benji Marshall and Robbie Farrah. have never coached a game in their life, fame. Well, I've until recently had as much coaching credentials from a certifiable perspective as you and I. Exactly. Tim Sheens is older than Wayne Bennett, for fuck's sake. No, so he's not. I think he is. Tim Sheens is old as fuck. He's not older than Wayne. He's coach in the 80s. So is Wayne. In fact, he might have actually been Wayne's head coach in the 80s. As in, Wayne was his assistant at the Raiders, maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. He's old. <laughs> he's oh, old. wow. Okay, they were born in the same year. Uh, Wayne Bennett, 1st of January. And Tim Sheen's 30th of October, so less than a year in between them. Right. Uh, 1950, they were born. Point is, he's been out of the game. He hasn't coached for a long time, Sheensy. No. Now, he's come in. Anyway, we know the lay of the land. What I'm saying, punters and dribblers, is if we get rid of Des Hasler, five-time grand finalist, two-time winning coach, should have been four. You could say six-time grand finalist because 2013 was, was essentially his, his, and that was essentially a win. And also, I'm pretty Basically sure that I, th- I think twos would be comfortable with that. I think, I think, I think two's would be okay with that. 
like, you're going to fuck him off for who? I'd like to know who. You can't just say get rid of him no. without fucking telling me who you're going to replace him now, with. Now, if this is a player thing and if the players are really offside with him... No then, way. But I'm just saying if they are, then I will entertain the idea or I at least want to hear more because if there's like an irreparable damage between player and coach then there are some problems there. But there's also, I'd be interested to know which players that may be if there is that, because there are some players who just fuck off. There's players I'm prepared to fuck off. Yeah. 100%. I was I was buoyed to read that Josh Schuster saying no to the World Cup to focus on Manly. Yeah, it got me horny. That's, that's, that's a decision that's, I needed to see. That's a rugby league story that got me horny. It is. Now, Josh Schuster's a friend of the show. Josh, I think, would be... He'd be the first to admit that his form of late has been indifferent. He hasn't had the great the season that he would want. Exactly. So to read that he's having the fucking off-season off to focus fairly and squarely on manly success made me erect. Yep. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Now, Max Krillich. 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 Whatever. Quidditch. <laughs> Tell me who the fuck you want to replace Dez yeah. and I'll listen. Yeah. But until that point, you're just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't 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 quit your current job until you've got a new job lined up. Correct. Otherwise you might be homeless. Yep. So don't fuck off an amazing coach when you have no other coach to bring in. I And just, I don't want to just I don't we don't need a like, let's try and see how this fucking guy who went had success in the Super League goes. Yeah, yeah, like, oh fucking fuck Jerry that. Banks, who's yeah. fucking coached a couple of games of division two. In the oh, Super no, League. he's really highly Oh, he's highly talented. No, no, thank you, dude. No. No. No, no, no. What happened when we got rid of Des last time? What happened? It all went to shit. We went like a Des comes ass. back. We make the top four. Everything's good. This year, we get cursed. Tommy's out. Injuries left, right, and center. Des turns Ruben Garrick into one of the great... Fo- Ruben Garrick top four fullbacks statistically this year. And now who's sniffing around? I know, the Newcastle Knights, who I will be happy for Ruben if he goes because I love Ruben and I want him to do well, but I'm also like, no. Look, there is a reality to the situation. Yep. I think at, at if a, Ruben can go get full back. At a, certain, at a certain point, the Knights were always going to try and move their fucking million-dollar man to six. Then they would have always needed a fullback. And I'm not going to turn my nose at up at a young, hot, thriving, young, 15th peak. fucking 15th peak thoroughbred in Ruben Garrick from going to get that fullback Bicky. I'm not going to turn my nose up at that. I'll be I'll be upset. I won't be disappointed. I'll be upset. I'll be upset for, for the club, but I'll be happy for Ruben. It's like if you love something, you let it go. And if it comes back, it was meant yeah. to be. My concerns would be they're relieved a little bit because we've got a stubby cooler can of cola who can do a job at fullback. Not if, a Ruben Garrick job. But you would have said that about Ruben a couple of years ago and then he turned into a fucking elite fullback. Like, all I'm saying is, and I'm touching wood here as I say it, uh, Tommy Turbo, friend of the show, has unfortunately got a history that says to me you need a backup. How old is Thomas? Is he 25? No, he's 26. 26. Can I say something? And I'm just going to be brutally oh, honest. He's 25 until the 2nd of October. Just got fired, Tobler. Sorry, Dave's taking your spot. I, yeah, well done. I need to be honest about saying, in his twenty-sixth year on the on the on the earth, okay. I need to see twenty-four games. Listen, I think he needs that as well. He wants that. It's just maybe you know, like some people, it's like once you you need to get into your full-blown man body 
And he's yeah, but, no, but like I think no, but I'm, yeah, but I think I think this year's the man body year. Yeah. Like when was Tedesco's man body year? When did he get? When did he get that full blown man bod? Probably around this time. How old was he in his first year at the Roosters? I'm pretty sure he'd turned a corner by then. At least by the second year. He was, I think, 19 at his first year at the Roosters. Tedesco. Hang on. Come My on, buddy. isn't doing a great... How, what year yeah, so he was, he was born in 93. First... Oh, sorry, at the Roosters. Sorry, I was looking at Tigers. I thought you might have been. Yeah. Uh, so he was 25, first year at the Roosters. So second year, 26. I'm pretty sure by his second year, he was fucking good to go. Full man bodied up. Yeah. And also... Tommy Turbo has done more in the early part of his career than Tedesco had by full man body today. Like, when he started at the Roosters, that was when it all started for him. 100%. Tommy Turbo's been playing Origin and fucking Australia since he was, like, eight years old. So, you know, he's, his body is wearing tearing because he's been doing more and he just needs to hit man body year, which is this, off, this year of injury. Man body, off-season, man body, this 2023, is, man body central, dude. That's it. This this off-season is Also, like, he'd already won a Dally M before Tedesco, so it's man body city, you know what I mean? This off-season is full man bod. He comes back next year fully man bodied up. Cocoon. It, too, it is. He is... Is he entering the, the man body cocoon? The man body cocoon, but it's also the um, Lion King... Uh, it's the Timon and Pumbaa years. Where he goes yep. away and he becomes a man. Yep. They sing songs. They eat widgety grubs. Yep. And then he comes back mm-hmm. and he's now ready to take on his uncle, Scar, which is, to Tommy, the rugby league world. Now, who might you ask are playing the roles of Timon and Pumbaa? <laughs> it's us. It's us. Guess Two guesses it. who Timon and Pumbaa is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'll wear it. It's you gotta true. wear it. You gotta wear it. I'm definitely Pumba. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> play your role. Yeah. Know your role, play your role. But we're ushering Tommy Turbo through his Timon and Pumba years to his man body. And by Timon and Pumba years, we mean this offseason. This offseason. He comes back next year ready to reclaim the throne of Pride Rock. That's it. And that's where he will remain. Yep. That's where he will remain. He'll go back, save the Lionesses, the club, fucking put out the fires, injuries, fuck off Scar, rugby league no so's, and then we win, and the we win, and we win, yep. and we win, yep. and we win. If you run an eye over our side, and there's a bit of cut we need to, fat we need to cut in the offseason, if you just run an eye over that fucking bad boy, there's, there's enough thoroughbred there to win a comp. Mm. There is. There is. The Tigers. Yes. Notching up another spoon. Yep. They go down 24-22, the Dragons. They were, they were winning. Like the whole way. Is they rugby league stats guy, shout out to him, of Corbet fame. He, was, he put up a stat that was every team who's lost by 72 points or more, or the last three teams that lost by 72 points or more, have come back and won the next week. And I was looking at that stat and I was looking at the score and I was going, holy shit. Holy shit. So it's not true anymore. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. Dude, uh, I tell you what, 9,000 brave souls at Comeback Stadium. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, the bravest souls. They're, that's 9,789 of the bravest souls. The bravest earth. souls. Dear God. I'm just trying to work souls. out was there a story around uh, the Tigers and Tim Sheens? Can you just try and find something there? Was, there, was there 79th minute penalty play on? Yeah, but I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was a really dumb penalty that they gave away, the Tigers. Like, Who gave it away? I can't remember exactly. Maybe it'll say here. Um, oh, 
Yeah, Asu Kapoa. It might have been for a shoulder charge. Yeah. But it was just like, I just remember thinking like, wow, he just lost them that's, that game. He didn't that's dumb in the 78th minute. So, scores yeah. level. Wait, so what did he do? Shoulder charge in the 78th minute, scores level. Penalty. Someone, the, the, the article on Fox is saying that there was like, and I missed the end of the game because it was obviously a Sunday poo slinger and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to make a point of avoiding responsibilities to watch Pooceling is all Sunday, right? Like, I'm going to live my life. But that there was a rookie from the Tigers player for in the dropout, which, like, almost led to their loss. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's That was another thing. So, the Tigers had a dropout. And, I, again, I think this was towards the end of the game. And they were either drawing or up by a bit. They might even have been ahead by a try, I think. And then they did a dropout. It went too short. Sorry, the Dragons did a dropout. They went for a short dropout, and it went too short, but a Tigers player was standing there inside the tent, and it hit his foot. So Dragons got a penalty off that dropout, oh marched down the other end of the field, scored a try to equal it. Right. And Brett Kamali came out and was like, yeah, the players need to have a better understanding of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's like if your part-time coach is coming out and letting you know that after a loss that sees you cement another spoon, that you need to learn the rules, that's... Is that, like, the bottom of the barrel? Do, how, how, um, how many, how many um, spoons have the Tigers won since 2011? Well, that's a good question. But if you, if you fucking sub a few of those... Western suburbs in there. The Magpies won a oh, no. fuckload. As a, as a fucking joint venture, they've got a fuckload. If you're bringing, them from, bringing the baggage from both sides of the aisle. But I just mean, since they last made the finals, how many spoons they got? This is their first spoon in the merger's history. Oh, is it? So they've, this is the lowest. You thought it was like, this is no, where... No, this, this is it. They've had a couple of 15ths and a few 14ths and 13ths. But this oh, is this the first is it. 16th. Oh, this is it. Wow. We have arrived at rock bottom. Wow. Well, there's going to be 17 teams next year. Shout out to Watto, friend of the show. I haven't haven't abused him over over message yet. We haven't abused Watto. No. He's gone fucking quiet. Well, when you get the first spoon in the fucking mergers history. Who's got the most spoons all time? Is it Western Suburbs? Have to be. Souths are pretty close, but they've been in for a long time, so you can't. Souths, yep. How many Souths got? Um... Let's see. So, uh, oh, okay. No, sorry. This is NRL era, which they've got no, three. No, no, no. Um, no, no, no. Wait, it's what I need. Rugby league. Yeah, Western Suburbs Magpies yeah, with 17. So. So. And second place? You want to guess? Rabbitohs. No. Roosters. No. Annandale Dales. No. No, they didn't want to play Eels. Yes. Eels with no, they 14. Went around. Yeah, Dales were oh, for no. like one year. Eels, dude. Eels. How so many? 14. Who, what about... Um, Balmain. Balmain, uh, they're equal eighth with four wooden spoons. How many did Manly got again? Just can't, can't quite remember. So are we counting Northern? Uh, yeah, don't worry. You can if you want to. but I, don't I just can't remember. How many is it that Manly's got? My internet's stuffing up a bit. I yeah. assume it's somewhere between five and ten. No, I can't remember. No, 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 it's none. It's yeah. none. I can't remember. No, I do. It's none. Oh, is it none? No, yeah. it's none. Yeah, yeah, right. None. Storm have none. No, asterisks. you do, but you do yeah, have Yeah, we some. have none with an asterisk. 
Well, you do have one. You've got one. With an asterisk. Well, the asterisk being that you also were cheating. So it's like you came last. The asterisk and being we the great cheats all time. Would have come fourth. Technically, you'd have heaps because in 20, when you won it in 2007, you came last because you were cheating. When you won it in 2009, you came last because you were cheating. And then you got it in 2010, right? So you actually have three spoons. Technically. I just don't even know what you're talking about right well, now. Well, I think you do. Um, that's Rugby League. Thank you to KO. Thanks to KO. We love you. Punters, Dribbles, as you know, we are doing um, an interview series. We have been doing an interview series for the last couple of months. This week, we've just spoken to James Magnuson. The podcast itself is ready, up, and available on our YouTube and podcast platforms. Uh, here's a little clip. We just want to drop a little clip in here so you can get a little taste of the missile. Eddie, what are we, what's missile telling the punter and the dribbler here? Listen, he's telling the punter and the dribbler, Tom, about how he missed out on a gold medal at the London Olympics by 0.01 seconds. A base dick. After being highly, highly favoured to win the thing. Went in as world champ, so fucking highly touted. Now, the interesting thing about this yarn, specifically, is how he was greeted by the Australian journos. And how, like they're greeted like a second after they fucking race. I didn't realise. I thought they had some like time to cool down. But the but what is said to him by this fucking journo is shocking in the extreme. It's fucked up. He doesn't say who it is, but we know. Anyway, have a listen. At the scene, you've just finished second by a split second. Yeah. If memory serves. Yeah. One one hundredth of a second. A bee's dick. A bee's dick. A in bee's the old dick. Metric. But to me, the time that I lost by or that I got silver by has never really been a factor because it's like you live and die by the sword. I've won races by that. I lose races yeah. by that. For me, I was just like, ah, like I didn't get the result I wanted. And obviously like shattered, mm. like completely shattered. And completely shattered, but also like 100 freestyles that event. Uh, so it's the same... Uh, time frame is 400 meters running. So remember when you ran a 400, what you feel like at the end? Yeah. It's Hell. like full exhaustion. Yeah. Nothing left. Like head spinning, you're so cool. I used to boot after them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the exact, exact same energy system. So you get out of the pool and you, you got nothing left. You're at your most vulnerable point you'll ever be at. And I remember I walked, uh, I walked along the pool deck. I think it was Gian Rooney interviewed me. I can't even remember what was said there. And... It probably wasn't the best. But then you walk off pool deck and you walk into what's called a mix zone, which is like a zigzagging, probably 200-meter walk of the world media. Just oh, going, bro. 200 meters? Yeah, and London, London was big because London media is big, right? And it's, yeah. it's, it's a hub. Every media outlet in the world's got a headquarters in London. And so you walk in and it's just... Bro. So this is how long after you finish the race? Like... 30 seconds Whoa, a minute. Oh, yeah. dude. And like so you don't even get a second to catch it. You're still in your swimmers. You're still puffing. You haven't had a chance to like absorb anything. And I'm like, right, I'm not going to speak to like any of the world media except Australia because that's kind of what we're told to do. And we've got a media manager that comes in and uh, he leads me through past the Americans or whatever, the British, blah, blah, blah. And then there's just a mass of Australian media there. So all the media that had been sent to the Olympics for whatever sport had come on this night, right? This was the night. And mm. so they're there and their pens are sharpened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I walk yeah. up to the media and I'm talking like, think of all your big name rugby league journos right now that you see on TV, yeah. that you hear from regularly. They're all there front and center. Really? All the current rugby league journos. Danny Widler, 
Kenty, Buzz. All of them. Reedy. All of them. And they, they know jack shit about swimming. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you know what they're like. Boy, Missile, why are you such a fucking loser, mate? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Ah! yeah, you know what they're like. Yeah. And the first question I get, how does it feel to have just let down your country? Oh! No! From, from wow. one of, if, if not probably the most prominent rugby league riders right now. No. Wow. Can you say who it is or not? Can and uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can, wow. you can have your guesses. Wow. And I'm just like, I'm trying to absorb what's just happened in my own head. The fact that I just, I haven't won the race that I wanted to win. Did I feel like up until then I'd let down my country? Or had I even had time to think about that? Probably not. But I remember just my heart just going like, oh. Like, <laughs> Dude, oh. what a dagger to put in. Dude, that yeah. is so brutal. Yeah. Punish Dribblers, you may have seen um, on the socials this week that we are, we've partnered up with Budgie Smuggler as they start their search, their annual search for Australia's most ordinary rig. Now, I don't recall entirely, but I feel like maybe it's been off for the last couple of years with COVID. So there's a backlog of rig of, of ordinary rigs that we need to sort through. And part of this whole thing is that they are, we're going up against some other prominent podcasts in your, your grade cricketers, your list cloggers, Dylan friends, uh, might be a couple more to basically try and find Australia's most ordinary rig. Eddie and I strongly believe that the nation's most ordinary rig 100% comes from the dribbler community and we're excited to find who that is. Now, if you want to um, enter into the most ordinary rig, Eddie, where do you go? Look, I'm just going to read it out, punters and dribblers. I hope you don't mind if I read it out, but I think it's probably going to be easier and I don't want to miss anything. Mm. Now, the competition is live now and entries close 5 p.m. October 3rd. Now, that's a long weekend, punters and dribblers, so it's going to be easier for you to remember, okay? The top 10 will be flown to Sydney with a friend, Oof. with a friend, in a Miss World meets Victoria's Secret Soul pageant at Sydney's Ivy Pool on the October the 29th. Now, who's hosting? We're hosting. We are. Why are we hosting? Because we're the best in the fucking business. <laughs> That's why. They wanted the best, they've got the best. Now, what are you going to win if you win on the day? You get crowned Australia's Most Ordinary Rig. You get 10K cash, half for you and half for a charity of your choosing. So five cash in the pot. Mm -hmm. A billboard in your hometown with Welcome to Hometown... Insert name. So let's say, welcome to Dubbo, home of Australia's Most Ordinary Rig, for example. Entry into the final of the world's Most Ordinary Rig in October 2023. Fucking oath. How to enter. Go to au or go to at budgiesmuggler. Now, there is a list of things here, but I think just go there and you can read it. Yeah. It's things like just post a photo of you and a mate in a pair of smugglers. Yeah, just that, that's all right. That's the, that's the finer details that you'll find if you go to budgiesmuggler.com.au. Now, many people quite rightly have said that I should should be entering. Unfortunately, whilst we are all in agreement that I'd win, contractually, I am, I'm not allowed because I am hosting, so I would be very much voting for myself. That's right. I'd be Could, gassing myself up. You'd be gas, and I'd be gassing you up because yeah. I'd be looking to split that five k with you. Well, like, exactly. It's just not going to work, punters no. and dribblers. It's not going to work. I think that. I think we can all acknowledge that Tom would get one of the easiest W's all time. Yeah. It'd be good to see him go into the worlds and get the win. 
I mean, that would do a lot, I think, for brand Hello Sport. And for the country generally. Brand and Australia. For the and for brand Australia. And for brand Australia. But it is what it is. Yep. Now, we need one of you to step the fuck up and represent the punter and the dribbler. That's what we need. Yep. We can't have list cloggers winning it. We no. can't have the great cricketer winning it. Great blokes, but... Great blokes, but they're all skinny Melbourne, fit Melbourne guys, you know? Like, nah. 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 Do you want a Victorian winning it? Yeah. Is, is that, that what you want? you want? Now, listen, great cricketer boys technically from New South Wales, but they do reside now in Yeah, Victoria. but they've chosen to live there. Yeah, they have. They've chosen to live there. That's a choice. It's a choice. A shocking one at that, but it's a choice they've made. We want them to come from this part of the country, the East Coast. Sydney all the way up, baby. All the way up to Cairns. Yep. That's what we want. And you know we, what? We've got Victorian dribblers as well. If you're a if you're a Victorian dribbler and you want to you want to properly represent your state, here's your chance. Here's your, well, you know what I mean. If you're if you're sick of the way that your state's represented, and I'd, I'd understand that you would, here's your chance. Here's your chance. I'd also like to apologise to our South Coast dribblers, whom you mean South Australian dribblers, South Coast. Oh, okay. so I said from Sydney up. Oh but no, that's not dude. True. No, it's this beautiful blue state of ours. Yeah, I apologise. It's our maroon brothers and sisters up above, and, and then the whole state. To be honest, I'm not ruling out the Northern Territory. NT. Our we got dribblers the up there. Look, can I be? Our can West I be honest? Australian dribblers. Can I be honest? It's probably fair to just say, look, dribblers across ac- the across Ross, this wide brown land. We're here for you. Yeah. We want you to win, and we will carry you to stardom, but you've got to enter. Go to budgiesmuggler.com.au, follow the fucking prompts. And if you do win as a Hello Sport, or as a, as a, if the punter and dribbler wins it, you're also just going to get absolutely drenched in fucking merch. There also might be something special for you. Yeah. Like something really special. Well, if you represent the community and you win, then there might be something There might be something else. special for you. As might, well as merch. There might be something else. What's more special than all the merch? I think we all know. I think we all know. In fact, we do all know. If you become a dribbler who wins Australia's Greatest Rig, you will be getting... Most ordinary rig. Most ordinary rig. You will be getting a bag of green. There, I said it. Yeah. So step the fuck up, step gents. Step the fuck up. It's time to shine, baby. It's time real to big names have won the baggy green. You know, Adam Gilchrist... Ricky Ponning, Peter Volandis, David Warner, Alex Ironside, me, Tom, KD, Jorge Alde. Jorge Alde, the Sydney King singlet dribbler who reached out the other day, forgot he existed. Welcome back. Love you, bro. Ned Kelly guy. Ned Kelly guy. The guy who sent in that fucking dartboard the other day. Yep. Have we even announced that? He's getting one. Jelly Shot Kid. Jelly Jelly Shot shot Kid. kid. Fucking Jacko. It's a who's who, bro. So who's fucking who? So listen, what am I offering you? What are Tom and I offering you? We're offering you a chance at immortality. You get a baggy green, you win the fucking gong, you get 5K, you have a day out. But also, I tell you what else, if you win it, you're also, it it gets you entry to the baggy green big day long lunch. Correct. So there's a fuckload to play for. I would also like to say uh, there's been a few submissions for the Tommy Turbo uh, necklaces, which we've had sent in. Um, There's a few more that I think still need to be sent in, but because there are some submissions, we will have to make a decision on, you know, I think everyone will get something, but only one of you gets a green. Well, I don't think that anyone would expect us to hand out multiple greens. No, of course not, but I'm just saying, for those of you who sent them in going, I haven't heard anything yet. Well, that's because 
Now, that's not the point. We're talking budgie smuggler. So, most ordinary rig, budgiesmuggler.com.au. This is your chance at greatness. Get involved. Then the actual day itself on October 29 that we're hosting, the big do, we're essentially hosting, you know, it's like the Miss Worlds. This is a big day for you and I as well. Well, you and I have always had a bit of pageant about us, pomp and pageantry. Yep. You've always, we've, our, our eye has always been drawn to the pageant world. Yep. I think it sits well with us. Mm. And to be honoured with the opportunity to host the biggest day on the calendar, yeah. it's moving. Yeah, it is. It's touching. It's humbling. Humbling. Um, you know, I've, I've shed a quiet tear here and there. Well, like, um, we also, you and I, like, had so both separately went and, like, called our dads. Dad was proud. Yeah. Dad was proud. Ella was proud. Yep. Steph's um, proud. Kids are proud. Just people are proud around us. Yep. And you get that on the big jobs. The biggest jobs. The big job. The big job. Head to budgetsmuggler.com.au if you want to be wearing a green. A baggy green. Australia's most ordinary rig. Get it. Coming from a triple. Get it. Come on. Get it. All right, Ed. Bit of fucking rugby union, eh? Fucking oath. How about those? How about our Waller boys humping the Springboks? The bees. The bees. Now our record against South Africa is pretty fucking good. Yeah, it is. Something about it. we've got their number. Um, I feel like we do anyway most of the time. I will be honest with you about this, and it frustrates me greatly. And I don't know if it's just my fault, but I don't think it is. I didn't know they were fucking playing. I knew they were playing. I didn't know it was a daytime. Yeah, I didn't know it was at 3 p.m. No. And then I'm sitting there. I knew, I knew it was in Adelaide because we saw it when we went down there. Did we? There's huge billboards everywhere. Mate, I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> I knew it was in Adelaide because some mates of ours were down there. Yep. But was. I didn't know. I just didn't know what fucking time it was on. So I'm sitting there watching Manly get fucking hammered. And then I realised I've missed the Wallabies playing. I would have much preferred to watch that game. Did you see that hit Corabetti put on? Yeah. That is... It was sensational. Fucking ridiculous. The try-saver. But he came from the other side of the field. From the clouds. I heard a gra- I read a great quote somewhere where it was like, in rugby you're always, co- you're always taught the ball quicker than the man, so pass the fucking ball. And it was like, except if you got Corabetti on the other side. Corabetti quicker than the ball. Dude, Corabetti fucking snap that cunt in half. It was so nice to watch. Yep. Absolutely ironed him out. Drops the pill. Stiff shit. Now, coming up to a Rugby World Cup, which is not this year, is it? Next year. Next year. In France. We'll be going. We'll be going because we'll be over there. Um, could you imagine if we had like a full Euro like oh, over yeah. there for work? For the whole thing? We would need to be there for many months. Yeah. Many how, months. How, many, how many months? Uh, I believe June. <laughs> June, July, August. Four. We'd have to move yeah. there and uh, get a little French house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for someone to look after Tonka and Louis for four months yeah. next year. Just uh, Tim and Nicola, I'm looking at you. I actually am also looking at my mother and her partner, Tim. Look, this is where family comes in handy. Yeah. This is where family needs to step the fuck up yeah. and play a role. Evie and Zoe can get in a little French school and yeah. bonjour, bonjour. Yeah, and Evie would be fucking fluent in about two days. Ah, uh, yes, she would be. Not the point. Wallabies won. How good. How good. Beat the world champs. New Zealand losing. Now, again, you know we are Kiwi punters and dribblers. You know that. But when the Wallabies win and the All Blacks lose, that's also good for business. Who's the new coach? Is he new or is he the, like, is he in, 
is he has he just taken the no, reins and no, they no, fucked no, off no, the no. other guy? So, so Steve Hansen retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone wanted the Crusaders coach to become the new All Blacks coach. Apparently, the All Blacks is very boys clubby. And it was arranged that Steve Hansen's fucking, like an assistant coach for the All Blacks would take over the reins. Dave's getting his name. Ian Foster. It's, Ian Foster. It's funny though. Now, right? Ian Foster, by all reports, and this was they, this this sort of shit was going on when they lost to Ireland in the three-game test series recently. They were like, alarm bells were ringing mm. then. They're fucking ringing now. Ringing now. Holy shit, they're ringing. So I can't see Ian Foster lasting that long. But it's funny when you think the All Blacks are a bit of a boys club when there's all, there's so much about, like, you know, the the big dogs sweep out the sheds. It seems like there's a lot of humility around the All Blacks, but maybe that's not the case in the coaching role. The coaching role, I, I'm led to believe, maybe different. Now, I, I could have got that completely wrong, punters and jubblers. I wouldn't be coming here for nuanced correct opinion on fucking the All Blacks and whether or not the old boys club or anything at all. But you know that. You already know that. That's the whisper I heard and it seems to be ringing true. That's all I'd say. Ring, ring. Ring, ring on the telephone. Now, does that mean though that we're good to go for the World Cup next year or does it just mean the All Blacks are having a down year and then well, they're just going to be fucking well, humming again? Well, let me say Have this. Have we played them this year for Bledisloe? Are no, we in with a no, shot? No, 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 we haven't played them yet. This, so okay, we, this couple could of be things. a... Couple of things, couple of things, couple of things, couple of things. Couple of things. Couple of things. We, when England came down here, I know we lost 2-1, but we basically won. So we assume we fucking beat those losers. We've just beaten the world champions in South Africa. I'm, I'm thinking that One this, all against Argentina. That's okay. We didn't, like, it's hard to play, go over there and win. It's a long way away. Whatever. I think that this could be the bled year. Well, it's... It would if seem not to me it's now, our best. If not yeah, now, then when? Then never, maybe. Because it seems like this is our best opportunity ever to win it since we haven't since our last time winning one. This is it. This is it. Two thousand two was the last one. Two thousand two. What year is it? Two thousand and twenty-two. We've been you and I have been musing about the twenty-year mark for. A, we've been doing this for a while now, and we've been looking at twenty years and going fuck. And now it's this. And now it's it's it's, it's, it's come. Yeah. We, we used to talk about that when it was like at 11 and yeah, 12 yeah, and shit. Yeah. We'd be like, fucking hell, dude. Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be 30? Yeah. It's at 20 now. It's at 20. This We've losing lost. streak uh, finished school two years ago and is almost, if they didn't take a gap year, they've got one year left of their degree. Is it 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, well, Two 15, more years of their degree. Eight, Not eight, sure on the math. 20, Depends 20, what they 21. do. If it's just doing a... 19, they've won in a row. Can we stop them there? It feels like this is it. Mm. Something in the air. Maybe it's the warm weather, but there's something in the air. There is something in the air. There's definitely something in the air. P.S. Shout out to fucking Nasonex. Speaking of things in the air, mm. I've been preemptively blasting that shit up my nose every single day to try and ward off the impending spring season. Mm. And I did that only after Adelaide because I started feeling it. And it's just gone. Now, I'm speaking early. I'm going off early, but I'm maybe early crowing my hay fever here, but I think I've beaten it. I'm proud of you, buddy. Well done. Thank you. I Look, let's assume that we beat the All Blacks and win our first bled in 20 years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make that assumption. Yep. That essentially sees us, assuming we beat the Springboks next weekend, which I think we do. Yep. Rugby championship champs. Bledisloe champs, Nelson Mandela plate champs. We are. We also just became the World Series 7 champs this morning. World Series 7 champs. For the first time ever. 
Now, we turn our attention to where? The bill. Where's the bill being held? France. Is that relevant? I no, would just say that you call it bill as opposed to the bill, but bill. that would just be me. Sure, bill. We've already established through history that Northern Hemisphere sides do not get bill. No, they don't. Bill doesn't like them. Bill was hijacked and essentially kidnapped in 2003 against Bill's will. The will of Bill. Against the will of Bill. An anomaly, and we remove it and put it to one side. It's a South Hemisphere show. That's what it is. That's what Bill loves. Bill loves it down south. That's where Bill wants to go. That's where Bill will go. Now, who wins out of the Southern Hemisphere? Argentina? No. South Africa? Well, we've essentially beaten them 2-0. No. The All Blacks? All at sea? Lost in their own bullshit? Baby. It's looking pretty fucking good from where I'm sitting. Mm. Great time for Australian rugby. Great time for the nation. Mm. We just won the Commonwealth Games, humped all the other fucking nations into the earth. World champs in the sevens. World champs in the sevens. We just beat Zimbabwe in a fucking one day yesterday in the cricket. I think we're top Baggy of the... Green got a fifer. I think we're top of the table in the test championship. We fucking humped the English in the Ashes last year. We'll hump them next year as well. We had the missile on this week. Fucking a former bloody world champion swimmer. The world title for the surfing's coming up. We've got two... Out of the top five going fucking for the gong, Jack Robinson and Ethan Ewing. So there's a fucking other W coming there. There's W's all over. What did bloody Sam Kerr win? She won some soccer trophy. Didn't she win like the equivalent of the Ballon d'Or? Do your own research. I think she got nominated. She should have won it. She would have won She's shortlisted. Well, if she didn't win, it's fucking politics. She won. The nation's up and about at the moment. We're going to the fucking World Cup in soccer at the end of the year. Probably probably take that home. We'll probably win that. It's in Qatar. Does that help? Don't know. Maybe hot conditions. We can play hot. Shout out to the Twitter advocate of pointing out the absolute epoxy yeah. between the live golf shit and yeah, then the yeah, World yeah. Cup in Qatar. Yeah, exactly. Just felt like mentioning that. Yeah, no, it's a great Wendell point. Hussey. It's a great point. Yeah, fucking shitty robot. Well, look. Mm. You know. Blind spot. Blind spot alert. You're what we're won't. saying is the nation's fucking killing it. That's R- what we're Rugby saying. League World Cup this year as well. Rugby yeah, League we'll World Cup. That. Of course we're going to win that. We'll win that. Mate, by the end of next year, we may be literally drowning in... The weight of... Well, we, we may hold every major sporting trophy on the planet. Would there be concern then, Tom, for the, the, the safety of the, of the continent? Like the geopolitical no, ramifications I just, no, no, I just of mean winning like, everything? I just mean if you win that much, is there a... Like, is there a does, it, does the continent get too heavy? Oh, like we might sink. Yeah, like we're drowning in like riches. Like so that the plates might start to go under the ocean. Like the tectonic plates, are they at risk if you win too much? Yeah, I'd say they are, dude. I'd say that's not too crazy a thing to deduce if you're assuming that we hold every major sporting trophy on the planet, that the weight of that is going to see some either, you know, recession of the tectonic plates or some breaking up of the ground itself. Geologists reach out mm. because... From where I'm sitting, that's a major concern. If you've got Commonwealth Games medal tally fucking out the ass, sewn up, we win the Ashes next year, we win the Rugby League World Cup this year, we win the Bled this year, we win the Rugby Championship this year, we win Bill next year, test we win the Surfing this year, we win the Test Championship next year. Ashes. Already said it. We, send the t- we win the T20 World Cup this year. What happens to tectonic plates Did you under say the that? Soccer World Cup? Soccer World Cup in December this year. What happens... To the tectonic plates under that sort of weight. Yeah. Just reach out if you've got any... Uh, Have you got answers? I'd real, like some. It's a real question. 
It's a serious question. It's a serious question. Not just a real question, but a serious one. <laughs> Correct. Should we dribble? Let's do it. Tom, Eddie, it's yours. Bonus bet triple here. Mm. So I saw Pete Murray play live last night, and I met Luke Brooks there. Make of that what you will. Night's 13 plus. Uh, uh, <laughs> Is that old? No, that's not old. I don't get it. He went to a Pete Murray concert and he saw Luke Brooks there. But Luke Brooks was playing for the West Tigers. No, he was injured. I also don't get why Pete Murray has to do with anything. But the Tigers play the Dragons as well. Yeah, Luke Brooks is injured. So what's that going to do with the Knights? Who mentioned the Knights? Didn't he say Knights 13 plus at the end? Yes, he oh, did. Oh, maybe, yeah. Well, he definitely did. Nice definitely did. But I don't get what that has to do with the Dragons. I don't get... <laughs> I'm fucking confused. Let's move on. <laughs> that was a, that was as fucking confused. Unless it's like staring me in the face. No, I missed I it. don't think it is. No, nah, it's gone over my head. I think it was just a brushes with lame. Sure. For, okay. With Pete Murray and Okay. Okay. G'day, boys. Rocky Journo Dribbler here. And um, I must say, I've just gone to uh, our version of Comic-Con, and it's called Capricorn. And uh, the amount of furries I've seen, has, has it, it's killed me with cringe. I, I cannot believe it. And... Um, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I left. I was meant to take, you know, 14 photos or so. I left with about five because I just could not handle it. So, look, it's it's a rubbish day. I just don't want to be here anymore. And, um, yeah, I'm over it. Uh, cheers, boys. Great podcast. Talk soon. What the fuck are these dribbles? What the fuck is Capricorn? I want to know what the fuck these first two dribbles have been. There's not a question. There's not a fucking... This is just two gentlemen who have made statements that make no sense to me. Well, why was he at the furry convention? He was a photographer there. Did he, he did he photos. say that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said he's taking photos. But I want to know why he was tasked with going to Capricorn to take photos of furries. Because that was his job. Whose job would that be? Who's I'm, got that job? I mean, there's obviously some, you know, online publications that maybe specialise in furries. Well, he was a Rockhampton journalist and Capricorn is an event in Rockhampton. So he was clearly covering it for one of the local things. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Let's say you had an attractive lady who was keen on a single Tom Birmingham. You get home. He comes out in the wash. She's a furry. She's also got a costume for you. So I've got to wear a costume. Do you do you nip into it? Probably. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, we go. Let's move on. Hey boys, it's uh it's the strung out dribbler here. And uh just calling after shortly after being discharged from hospital because I uh had a severe mental breakdown this afternoon you know uh almost a psychotic episode if you will i uh you know everything started freaking out extreme paranoia completely out of nowhere 
started, uh, you know, being hyper aware of my body movements. My heart was pounding. It was pretty insane, actually. Anyway, spent five hours in the hospital getting blood tests and, you know, just checkups from the doctors. Only to eventually find out that the uh, brownies I found on my kitchen table this afternoon were heavily infused with high levels of THC, you know, from hashish. <laughs> and it turns out my stepbrother had actually baked them for himself earlier in the day. And I had just come home when nobody was there. Had two hashish brownies. Two. Off Fuck. I went. So uh, I was just on a major trip. But thought I was actually dying. Anyway, <laughs> be soon. Fuck, dude. Dude, that'd be such a wig out if you didn't know what was going Seriously, on. Seriously, the best thing about having, like, weed brownies or cookies or whatever is that it's, like, it actually... And knowing that you have them, not, not accidentally having them, is that you you really can't... It's like it, you won't just sit there and pound a full pack of Tim Tams, right? If they, You should really lace all sugars, all, like, like you know, sugary foods with weed so that you can control how much you eat. Because I'm not going to pound two weed brownies because I know that I'll end up in a hospital like that guy, even if I do know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be careful. Yeah. Because you want some brownie, but you don't want to get I don't hospitalized. Get, I don't want to get comatosed. Yeah, exactly. Good Lord, what a fucking... What a spin out that would have been. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Going to hospital for tests and shit. But I mean, you'd probably know, like, I, I feel like I'd know if I just started to feel like that. I'd be like, I feel stoned. Yeah, but he obviously didn't. And no, no, I understand. What I mean is, I wonder whether this gentleman has, you know, in, has dabbled in the past. Or if he just doesn't know what the feeling Because that would be truly terrifying. I if don't, he didn't know what it felt like to be stoned. I don't know if he, like, has... It doesn't... Didn't sound like he dabbled, dabbled. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Shout out to you, bud. Hope you're feeling all right. Did you enjoy any of it? Surely some of it was fun. Doesn't sound like it was. Doesn't, doesn't. Oh, well. Tom, Eddie, Dior, friend of the pooch, dribbler here. Just uh, looping back to our chat the other week with regards to dogs and the way they mate bum to bum. So we've got a dog breeder friend who actually has to supervise the roots and supervise the nuts. Because once the dog's in, they actually can't get out before they nut. And the female can do something called a death roll where they actually flip back around and snap off the old fella off the pooch. So yeah, just watch out for that next time that you're oh. uh, that maybe yourself are mating bum to bum. Bum bum roots forever. Death rolls never. Death rolls. Dude, imagine getting death rolled. And you know what? It is death. You may as well be dead. Yeah, that's why it's called a death roll. I know, I know, but they call that for they call what crocs do a death roll as well, where death is the actual outcome. Whereas this I'm like, death may as well be the outcome if 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 your dick gets snapped off. Fuck me dead. Isn't that wild that it's so it must swell to such a size that it it's gonna snap off before it rips out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the size of the swelling stronger than the tendons and sinews that are holding the shaft to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. 
the death roll, bro. That would be fuck. I'm sure that happened in humans. Be careful. That thing can snap off if you don't get the right position. Don't pray mantises after they get a nut off the fucking chick eats them. Yes. And is it black widow spiders as well? So, like, if you're a homo sapien, you've got it pretty good. Well, yeah, you're lucky that you neither neither party eats the other after coital. That's right. Thank, thank, thank that, fuck. Thank <laughs> fuck for that. And also that we don't have our dicks getting snapped off. Yeah, the death rule sounds like no joke. You can get your banjo snapped. You can, but not your dick ripped off. No. No, just banjo-based issues. Banjo-based issues, they can happen. And that, you know, that's uh, for the non-circumcised dribbler out there. Skivvy operators. Skivvy operators know what the banjo is. Yep. And shout out to the banjo. Hard, <laughs> hardest working oh, the piece of skin on oh, the planet. Oh, it, it works hard, the banjo. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, I, I, I wasn't really going to play this one, but we're on the topic now, so here we go. Okay. Hey, boys. I um, just wanted to ring up about the uh, numbnut yarn. A couple of years back, I uh, ruptured my left testy playing a bit of local reserve grade. I um, don't recommend it. It's a bit fucking excruciating, but yeah. funny story is I didn't realise it was fucking ruptured till about, I don't know, four hours after the game, after I, I was just waiting for the pain to go away and I'm just sitting around, whatever, fucking having a beer, watching the Dragons lose, as they fucking do. And then I went out to get up another beer and then gravity sort of took its toll and I'm like, oh, something's not right here. But yeah, long story short, went up, got an old sound and then yeah, ruptured testicle surgery that night. Had to push it back inside of the chesty. The ruptures come out. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit full on. And I'll tell you what, talking about Tommy Deedon, wanted to take a couple of loads off. I'm telling you, mate, I didn't think about having a Taking a load for about four weeks, mate. Fuck that. I didn't even want to touch it. My nuts were as black as fucking space. There's no good. Anyway, boys. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. I, I just, like, cringed my way through that almost. I don't know, winced my way through that. Just mm. the idea of all of that. Your nut rupturing fucking popped out of the whatever the testicular sack is. Not the scrotum, but the whatever's wrapping your ball. It's just... Not shooting off loads. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot. That's a lot. Shout out to people who have gone through that. Fuck that. Not recommended, he said. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah, okay. Shockingly. Good to know, though, that time between nuts is about a month. About a month. About a month. Four weeks. And that your sack goes black. Interesting to know. Or that'd be post-surgery. Maybe before surgery. if you Possibly. That's ruptured. Okay. Yeah, g'day boys. Uh, optimistic uh, eel support here. All I have to say is, take your licks, your motherfucking licks, licking and fucking dribbling and fucking licking and fucking dribbling and fucking licking and fucking dribbling! Anyway, take your licks. See you soon. Cheers, boys. Yeah, we're numb to the licks these days, bro. That was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Though. No, I did like it. I did like it. Um, but the reality is for this, for this guy is that you're going to get fucking bumped out first round of the finals. So suck on that one. <laughs> we don't care anymore. Tomorrow. No, we don't. We're done caring. We're done caring for season 22, 22. 
We're done. Done, Karen. Done, Karen, bruh. On we go. G'day, boys. It's the doorstep double quarter pounder dribbler here. Just watching NRL 360 on a Wednesday evening, and they've hit the Legends chat where Brayton Kenty are uh, having a chat to Jeff Toovey and Billy Moore. And I'm just listening to the Legends yarn a bit about all sorts, and I'm racking my brain thinking, where have I heard these raspy, throated voices before? And after a bit of digging deep, a bit of research, I, I figured they, they both sounded a bit like your boy Jarchi from TikTok. And I wanted to pose you the question. And this is no respect to Jarchi's dad. I'm sure he's an outstanding bloke with great character, great integrity, great voice, I'm taking it too. But if you had to pick between Jeff Toovey and Billy Moore, which one of them do you reckon is the dad of Jarchi from TikTok? Give us your thoughts, boys. Broncos forever, para never. I, it's a great question, and shout out to, to Milo Archdale, the one true father of Jack. Mm. But if I were to... He's got a great voice. He's got a great voice. But if I were to muse as to who has fathered Jarch, Billy Moore or Jeff Toovey, based purely on the sound of their voice, I think it's Toovey personally. Yeah, I would also say that Jarch in person, not as throaty and as gravelly as he, as he may let on on yeah. his TikTok. Yeah. That's all I'd say. So Jeff Toovey of, say that again, please, brah, fame. Like, I'll pick him for the point of the exercise, but they're worlds apart in mm. reality. Yeah, well, because Jeff's is from, you know, decades at the top level of rugby league getting bashed around by everyone and getting whacked in the throat, whereas Jarch's is lights, camera, Jarch. <laughs> yeah, on we go. <laughs> How you going, boys? Um, I work at Woolworths, yeah? So um, the department I work in is Fresh Convenience. So I deal with all the, you know, the eggs, the cheese, you know, that cold oil you go down, your yoga mm-hmm. mixes. Perishables. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, mixes. I also deal with the milk. So I go into the back fridge and, you know, the little shelves, you grab the milk off, you open up the fridge, you grab the milk. Anyways, I'm behind there putting the milk on the shelf. Nice. And the other day, I had a kid sort of open up the fridge when I was, I was behind. Anyways, he opens it up, grabs his milk out, and I sort of like give him like a little growl, like a... Jesus. Like one of those ones. And the kid dropped the milk and absolutely shat himself. Like, I kid you not, he sort of like nearly started crying. He was fucking terrified. Anyways, his mum told him to go back and grab the milk. So he come back and he goes to grab the milk in and I give him another. Oh, my God, dude. And this kid shat himself again, grabbed the milk and fucking sprinted back to his mum. I'm just there laughing. Anyways, it takes me a minute or two and I realise I could have scarred this kid for fucking life. Well, he may never open a milk fridge again because he thinks there's a fucking little dog or a monster or something behind there. Um, anyways, I was just wondering, have you guys um, sort of done anything to a child or you know anyone where you think, oh, that could uh, really affect the rest of their life? Because, I don't know, this poor kid, I don't think he's ever going to open a milk fridge again from the response that he got from the uh, the growl that I gave him. But... um. You know, that's the way, the way the world is, you know. they got to learn somehow, I guess. Mm. But uh, 
anyways, boys, thanks for listening. Let us know. Cheers. That is a cruel, a cruel prank. <laughs> a cruel prank. I as unnecessarily dribbly as I've ever heard in my life. Because mum's not going to believe the kid. No, mum's going to think the, the kid's got. Yeah, exactly. Kids made it up. Kids lost it. Kids need kid needs counselling. Yeah. All off the back of this bloke's fucking cheap gag in the yeah. in the back of the milk. Cheap fridge. gag, but a gag nonetheless. I get it though. Like the ca- the gag paid dividends. It worked. The gag played. The gag played. The, the gag got laughs, as it were, mm. even if it was you laughing. I have I done that to a kid. I told my I told my brother, who, who was like pretty young, that Santa wasn't real. I think I robbed him of some good years there. Streety used to always get us to. We were very big into Scream, the horror movie, as kids, and Streety would often rope us into terrifying his younger sister Tilly shout out to Tilly it's my opportunity to apologise Tilly for everything Hamish made us do but where we used to pretend like that there was a killer in the house when we were all like you know at home and maybe like the parents went out for dinner or something we were all just playing Mm. to the point where like I feel like there's probably some trauma there (laughs) I was also a child myself so it's not entirely but still we were like we would pretend there'd be a killer in the house and run away. I think at one point she cracked Hamish in the head with a, with an oar because he was pretending to be the screen guy and she's picked up and smacked him. I was like, fucking nice, Tilly. Oh, she went hard. Fuck yeah. Got a bit about it, Tilly. Yep. But that'd be about it. And that's mainly a streety, you know, street making me do it. Well, that's a straight thing. That's a straight thing. Yep. Um, anything else has escaped us? Yeah, that's right. Let's move on. Last one. Hey fellas, um, I'm not sure if I've uh, made this dribble before, but I uh, feel like at uh, this point in time, I would like to mention my suggestion that I reckon they should have a uh, a rugby league roast. You know, like Comedy Central would do, like the roast of Donald Trump, the roast of uh, Charlie Sheen. The um, at the end of the year, have a a specific personality like uh, I don't know Gray Alexander would be a good one to start off with where you know you sit them down and you have like a dais of comedians uh, I know Australia is pretty lean on comedians or maybe Hamish Nandy Roy and HG a bunch of others maybe and uh, we'll get Roastmaster Jeff Ross over I know he's not a a dribbler, but uh, he loves a good roast, so maybe get him over to host and uh, yeah, just you know, roasts Greg Alexander. I know for his, his voice cracks and all that other stuff. Um, Paul Kent for uh, his uh, insistence on being the smartest man in the mood, maybe uh, roast uh, Buzz Rothfield for uh, his indulgence in uh, in mayo. Uh, also, a quick sidebar, shout out to the uh, fellas at uh, Rick's who uh, noticed me in my uh, Dior hoodie and uh, promptly come on to me. I, uh, I needed that. I really needed that. Beer soon. Okay. Okay. I, I, let me say beforehand, Dior hoodies still available for Father's Day. They are. Great Father's Day gift along with, obviously, swishes. Hellosport.shop, Dior hoodie, fucking great gift. Now, back to a rugby league roast. Yeah, don't mind the idea. 
Here is my concern about the idea, though. Okay. I feel like people in rugby league, not very thick-skinned, and that a roasting of that sort of, of a roast proportions would just everyone get cut. Cry and go home? Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's thick enough skin. You need thick skin. Yeah. Thickened. Thick as fuck. Elephant hide. Yeah. I like the idea. Skin thickness, the concern. Big concern, huge concern, massive concern. Yeah. Not going not gonna to deny that. No. Concern. Thickness an issue. We have arrived, Thomas, at the end of the episode. We have. Um, it's time for us to say goodbye. Go and have some lunch. Yeah. Maybe play a game of pool. And get into some work. Get into some work. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds fucking terrific. Shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>